Hey everyone, this is your co-DM Devin, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the D4 Podcast. And welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons. Last time on Dicey Death Dealers in the Dark, Vinley, V, and Doran were startled during their watch with a scream cried out from their camp. As they tried to hunt down the source and awaken the others, they discovered many from their caravan had been murdered by vampire spawn. When the bloodsuckers were spotted, they used a small brass silent whistle to call forth two vampire gnolls that were hiding and waiting. It was a harrowing, bloody battle of survival where most of the group fended off the vampires while Seisha and Orkira revivified. But the biggest help came from Orkira's turn undead and Vinley's reaping chill touch causing less undead to fight and ensuring the rest could not heal. Sadly, Vinley's undead known as friend was destroyed in the turning, but she may have sequestered a replacement from the bones left by the Knoll vampire and spawn they felled. No one knows about that, shut up. <laughs> Bro confronts Vinley about her letter and what her intentions are with the bones of the dead and why magic is dangerous. However, Although sleeping and watching under the fear of being attacked by large subterranean bugs and vampiric ambushes, the rest of the night goes by uneventfully. With help from the phoenix to revivify without necessary components, Orkira is left feeling extremely weakened for the next coming days. The sun rises and she doesn't get a break as a few of the caravan approaches her for answers in the use of sending. The group rearranges positions within the carriages with Voss setting Harold and V up to very slyly investigate the intentions and history of Bilver, the gnomish toymaker, to see if he has any nefarious plans for the orphanage in Daggerford, or if he has any ties to the reforged ring. The first half of the, of the day is mostly quiet, with many of the caravan just silently contemplating about life and thanking the gods they are still alive, all thanks to BFGs. Not too long after they meet up with a traveling merchant group who has decided to make an impasse in the road to impede the caravan's travel. The two Vardo wagons all seem uh, to carry the monochromatic color scheme of simple black and white, all adorned with a stylized geometric white symbol on a field of black. There is a smattering of characters, including a halfling wizard drinking an enticing tequila while he reads an arcane tome a wood elf ranger wearing dark leathers riding a horse, a dwarven artificer whose braided beard is adorned with many small jewels, a female halfling sewing new vestments and banners who is noticeably related to the first, as well as a mus muscled black bearded dwarf and large uh, facially tattooed tiefling currently brewing something in the back cart. However, the one that stands out the most is the almost half wolf or half-hound-looking half-elven man with fur patches on his face, dark gray tail at his back, and fanged tooth grin as he smiles. A few of the caravan, wary from the attacks last night, hold fast with hands at their weapons for anything if it goes poorly as he approaches. And that is where we pick up tonight's episode. Greetings, travelers. Calm yourselves, calm yourselves. We mean you no harm. I am Ren, humble servant of Timora, and luck has smiled upon you this day because you come across the Guild of Thorns, for I am its guild master, and we are a humbling tra traveling merchant group. This here is Darwin. Elf on the horse is Lynn. 
Driving the other wagon is Tolan, and the lovely halfling next to him is Cassidy. Brewing in the back is Boltar and Abanon. We trade and specialize in exotic alcohols, potions, oils, sometimes unique items we've procured along the way, and anything else we can get our hands on. It's nice to meet you. I'm Seisha. Oh, a pleasure, Seisha. I see you have a sentinel shield strapped there, but it seems to be that the focusing gem is broken. Luckily for you, Timora smiles upon you this day as we have just what you need and then some. What, what do you mean? The large gem in the center is destroyed and yeah. will not work without that focusing crystal. You, you can make it do the things it used to do again? I can do no such thing. However, Tolan there, and he, he points to the dwarf uh, with the gems braided in his beard, can mm -hmm. absolutely do that for you. How much? Oh, oh insight on these guys. This guy's sure. such yeah, a snooze. Yeah, same, a, same, same. Immediately, <laughs> it's like, mm, oh no. Um, go ahead and roll that. And he goes, ah, well, I'm not mistaken, but... Um, Roughly, I'm assuming it, that looks the size of it. I'd say about 150 gold gem. Uh, you can take your pick, most likely emeralds, ruby, sapphire, diamond, amethyst, whatever suits your fancy. Oh, well, do, you have, do you have a yellow topaz? I, well, of course. Tolan, do we have a yellow topaz? <clears throat> no. Let me look. He'll get up and then walk around and up into, uh, it opens like a side satchel. Uh, compartment that opens up that you did not see. The It was like seamlessly worked into the side of the Bardo wagon that opens up and just a uh, a whole myriad of gems that look to be about the size you need. Kind of just pop open. You see a rainbow of colors that glisten in the hot summer sun and sparkle. And you do see a few uh, yellow topaz stones. You said it's 150? It would be. Would you install it included in that price? Of course. I mean, what kind of businessman would I be if I didn't randomly stop your caravan in the middle of the road to not at least offer you a decent deal? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, anyways, what'd you get on your insight checks? 12. <laughs> 15. 15? Um, completely forthcoming, extremely like overbearing like confidence, like... It, it's almost like this is just like a normal Tuesday for him. It's Harold. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Harold feels. That's why he was like, "Oh, that's why I'm checking this guy out to make sure he's not a liar." All right, all right, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, there, there's no like nothing I'd say nefarious in the tone of his voice, and everything that you all have asked about or anything has been uh, proven to be uh, with action. Um, but I will say, like, just looking over them, they don't look like your normal merchants. They are all very, very well equipped, uh, and all of them mm. look like they're able to handle themselves in a fight. So they look like they look like a mercenary crew that just happens to also sell things, maybe. I mean, you know, maybe. <laughs> I would like, I would like to insight to see if that's a fair price he's giving me. Um, make an intelligence check. Yeah. Not okay. Straight intelligence. Mm, can I do that too? Sure. I just like shiny things. I'm a vain 19. person. 19? Yeah. 18? Oh! oh! It's ripped! <laughs> um, 
actually a hundred percent the size of the gym that they pull out and kind of look to that was going to fit the size of that 150 actually is probably a little less than what it should be interesting i like him immediately um yeah i'll i'll take it um and <laughs> she'll walk over to the guy um that they said can do this and um set her shield down and um reach she's she kind of steps away a little bit and reaches into her pouch and pulls out um she counts out 150 gold oh yeah okay and she walks back over and holds it out to him and he'll take it um and uh the dwarf will come up and politely just hold his hands out for the shield she hands it to him can Uh, i roll an insight check on whatever seisha just did whatever that was the oof that she just get is she getting low on funds? I need to know. No, oh, well, roll. <laughs> 13. Well, I'll tell you the extent. 13. 13. Um, it wasn't an O of feeling like she's low on funds. Um, it was more of a um, I should have left some of this money at home. I should not be traveling with this much money. <laughs> I nod my head and I'm like, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> So, uh, the third half-elven man kind of smiles with fanged teeth uh, as he just kind of goes, So, anything else that we can do for you? We have an array of items and fun and unique potions. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I just want to to see it all. just want to see it all. Whatever you got, just like to see it all. Yeah, I'll, I'll join you in that. Do we have time? How long... Can we hang out here? Well, before? I mean, right now there's something blocking the road. And while I don't know what to say that thing possibly is, all I'm saying is that there's alcohol right here and I want it. Well, I'm Can totally I- with <clears throat> you. I just want to make sure that oh. we still get to dagger for tonight. Alcohol so. is one of our specialties. In <laughs> fact, specialties are here. we have our absolute most perfect specialty of fey tequila. Which kind of motions to the bottle that the half or the halfling Darwin is drinking, as he just smiles, raises it up, takes a swig, and you can see the little like multicolored worm wiggling around inside the bottom of this bottle. That is, like I said, and it's a mild psychedelic in that it blurs the veil and lets you see into the Feywild, overlapping the prime material plane. Yeah, I need, also, I need to follow that. If you drink all of it, including the worm, you get a sensation of time dilation as everything moves slowly around you. It is truly magical. But aside from that, we also have Suzale, which is from Cormier. We have uh, Vilhan, which is a cider. Uh, we have uh, a water Davian special named Alulaf, uh, which is a sweet white wine. Uh, we have another Cormirian uh, dark wine, which is Burden Dusk Dark. And we have uh, a extremely rare Duparian coffee, which is not alcoholic, but it is oh so perfect in the mornings. I want the uh, slow-mo drink. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I, I want, that is 300 gold a bottle. Ah! Uh, well, okay. okay, so, okay. Uh, how much for the, uh, the what is it, Burton Dusk? What, what was that? Uh, that is uh, Bur- Burduskin Dark. And that Burduskin is- Dark. 20 gold. 20 gold for that. And then the, the white, what was that? Uh, there is 
Uh, that is Alulath, which is from Waterdeep. That's the yeah, one. I wouldn't. And that's five gold. We, we live there. I... Yeah, yeah, but, but I want a taste of home. And uh, oh, oh my god. Okay. Uh, How much for yeah. the coffee? Yeah. Oh, three gold for a bag of grounded beans. So the slow-mo drink, do you also move in slow-mo or are you like really fast and everyone else is really slow? Oh, you're just gonna have to drink it and find out, my dear. Well, I Can will. I... <laughs> yeah, I need to roll an arcana check. I'm sorry. Is Have I ever heard of anything that does anything remotely close to what he's talking about? I'm just gonna point out pixie piss. Right, I'm... but that just gets you drunk. Yeah, so yeah but it, it also has a... Of them. We have never seen it go. That is yep, true. Yep, that is yep, true. Never seen it. Uh, you can go ahead and make a history check. Oh, a history check. I will oh, the buy... No, a euphoric um, is what I was getting at. Or, or arcana, but... Um, They're the same thing. Yeah. With uh, absolutely no regard for the truth, I will buy a bottle of the tequila, the bottle of the, the dusk, uh, and uh, the bottle of the white... Uh, so that's I believe, and then I'm going to get enough coffee for the group, like for the for the for the entire yeah. group, for everybody who's on this trip. You'll look over, and Arkira is already handing over three gold for a bag. Okay, yeah. And does it have like brewing instructions on the back? Oh, of course. And it actually, you get the bag, and it has the 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 bag itself is stamped with that. It's a it's a black uh, bag, and it's stamped with the white symbol of the Guild of Thorns, and then there's a card attached to it that has handwritten instructions on how to brew the perfect cup of coffee. Perfect, this has been a while. And yeah, I'm gonna buy a bag. Okay, that's three gold. And then, um, Harold, that would be... Th 300 for the 300 for the Bane bottle. 300, 300 for the Bane for the Dusk. And then five for the... Uh, so 325 plus whatever you guys want to charge, which is totally whatever y'all want to say. I'm, I'm, I will believe it. I don't know the first thing about coffee in real life. <laughs> well, uh, uh, if I've gotten a bag of grounds, that should be plenty for the entire caravan. I mean, uh, unless you're uh, thinking about- I don't know. Unless you're thinking, okay, well, I mean, do you want me to buy more? No, oh, I, I got it, I got it. For as long so as we're gonna uh, be gone, I would get three bags. Okay. If you wanna have coffee well, right I, I turn to Ren, who I'm like, you're the expert. How much should I get? I mean, I think everybody should have a bag. How can I help <laughs> with this very charismatic man that I trust very vehemently? Well, I'll, so you have I'll a, get a bag for each person. How much? I tell you what, and, and I'll give you a slight discount on that. It'd be thirty gold for twelve bags. As he just kind of like eyes the caravan real quickly, does quick numbers in his head. Three fifty-five total. Three fifty-five total for that. Yeah. Now I you will... can pay now, or we can continue doing business. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing business. I'll, I'll write down, he writes down 355. Sounds good. And I'll, I'll even I'll even do you a favor and he'll kind of hold his hands up and you watch as uh, Darwin hops down, heads heads around to the back and will grab uh, a bottle of the Fae tequila and will hand it to you as, as, a, as a sign of good faith. So both me and... Uh... V now have a bottle of this. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. v, v also wanted the page. Yes. Got it. Yes, V yeah. also has hands a bottle to each of y'all. What's uh, it called? Fay tequila. Fay tequila. And the Faye bottle tequila. Is... Yeah, Faye and I mean, and it's it's a short bottle. It's not like a wine size bottle. Uh, like think more like a bottle of tequila. Cordial. 
I don't know. I mean, everything everything Harold sees is like at least on the level enough that if this stuff is hot, they're professionals and they're not going to get caught with it or because they have a lot of it. So uh, he's like, you know what? I'm on board for this ride. Whatever. And he puts this stuff on. Do do you have any diamonds? Oh, I do. Of course we have diamonds. Oh, Before we get to that, Vinley, what did you roll? Oh, 13. 13? Yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, yeah, Pixie Piss has rumors of granting you other things <laughs> uh but uh you've never heard of fate tequila as this is a very specialized wine for the <laughs> guild of thorns um so you don't can't tell if they're telling the truth about it uh, until you actually drink it yourself and there are some other things in the world that can give like there's obviously potions and elixirs and things like that but there are other drinks in the world that uh typically have arcane abilities but you can't call to mind any of them right now do i recognize that worm or is no. it just a worm okay cool yep you don't recognize it um as you ask for diamonds he goes of course what are you looking for we have various uh Cost amounts, I know those are very, very important to components. We also have diamond dust, if you're looking for dust in particular. Um, I'm looking for diamonds that are uh, around 300 gold value. Uh, of course. Uh, Tolan, how many of those do we have in stock? He'll <clears throat> bring out a set of keys and go and go to the other side and unlock another area that seems to be, that collapses down from the bottom and pulls out and there's an arrangement of more shimmering uh, gems, and they all seem to be diamonds. And, oh my god. Uh, uh, I'm counting three. We have I'll, three. I'll take all three. All right. 900 gold. And she hands over 900. Sasha, do you want me to help pay for that? No, no, it's fine. <clears throat> now, that's just the alcohol. Let's get to the fun stuff, shall we? Shall we? The fun you stuff? Have, you have more coffee? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have, we can, what would you like to start with? Unique items we found over the, uh, along our travels or unique potions and elixirs we have, or perhaps something a little more nefarious? Oh, uh, three. Kind of looks towards uh, Voss as he says this. Boss is keeping about a five foot distance from all of this and kind of watching as it goes by. He tries <laughs> no. to make a common uh, a common stick distance away from the man. Common sticks are good. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see your weird stuff. What weird stuff do you have? Socially distancing stick. Oh, quite a bit. Um, let's see. Why don't we start with? We have collected quite a bit of uncommon and even a few rare items throughout Faerun. Mm. We have, let's see, it's kind of like you see him like going, Cass, you bring the catalog up? Oh uh, no, not another catalog. Yeah, and, uh, we immediately all look <laughs> back towards What's-His-Face with his catalogs. Harold says the air and halfling that's that's knitting together. Goes, oh, yeah, yeah, um, hold on. Looks around. Don't make it, don't make it steal. underneath the seat. <laughs> uh, got it right here. And he'll kind of walk over, grab it, and kind of start flipping through. Oh, we have a jug that um, creates various liquids throughout the day, but it's unique because I've never seen anything like it because it's it's a blue jug, and most uh, of them are are you know your standard brown ceramic, cream ceramic. But this mm -hmm. one's blue. It was a different clay, uh, also fired differently. 
Oh, we have an amulet as he kind of motions, which this is one of my favorite. I mean, <laughs> alcohol is considered healing potions. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, That's man. right. Alcohol heals you. Oh. oh dear. Oh, just so you know, before you continue going, I'm putting my Arcana checks in the in our little group chat in Zoom. Okay. <laughs> just so I can remember them. Okay. Um, we have uh, a bag that creates food. <gasps> uh, we have dust that if you sprinkle it on something, it vanishes from sight. The various potions. Uh, ooh, my absolute favorite, a blessing of Timora herself. You can sell a god's blessing? Of course. Timora is, is absolutely. A I, stone I that has been blessed by her. I will take out my Timora oh. necklace and pop it out. <laughs> it's going to uh, make him charge you more. Oh, Timora's luck is everywhere. Damn right. But, but know that well, we also have a few common or uncommon uh, potions, uh, a potion that can make you breathe fire and uh, hold your breath indefinitely underwater. But I'm going to walk... I walk on over to the jug and I want to look at the jug because Orkira has heard of an alchemy jug, but you said this was blue. Does this it look like? Okay. It looks just like a regular alchemy jug. It has the stoppers all over it, but it is a blue ceramic instead of a. Yeah, I'm going to go over and start like if they've brought them out to see the items because I'm 100% interested in every single thing he just mentioned. I'm going <laughs> to turn back to Voss and just lean over to him and be like, that dust could be incredibly useful to us. I look at the dust and I say, does it work on objects or people as well? That was the second to last thing you said, right? Correct. That was an 18 Arcana for that one. Okay, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, we'll, I'll let you know in two seconds. Nope, but, uh, both, either a creature or an object. Oh. How long? Roughly, you know, five to eight minutes. How much? 200 gold. All right. How many uses does it have? Just, just the one. Still pretty useful. That one time will be the one time you need it. All right. I'll take it. All right. You don't want to save it for the more nefarious. <clears throat> and uh, 200 gold. And... I shoot you uh, a look real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this a long time and I know how to read people. Listen, I, I would. Curse. Really? You know what? <laughs> Just in the interest of keeping everyone safe. I wouldn't mind looking at the nefarious thing to make sure everything's all right. Oh, of course, of course. And it's all completely legal. Of course, of course. Insight. We're in the, we're in the middle. <laughs> Whose kingdom are we in right now? Can you even tell me? This I is basically know. international waters. Right. It's an 18. Uh Oh, yeah, he's... he's yeah. It's legal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just look at... And he goes, well... In some countries. I look over at Avanon. I I don't Something. know why I just feel this weird kinship with him. I just nod like, hey man. 
And then just like look back at Ren. And I'm like, eh. it's, it's like I saw that guy before. Anyway, so um Okay, yeah, let's let's see these things. Okay, we'll get there. Would you like to hear the rare stuff first? I'd yeah, like let's to hit those it. For last. So let's get yeah. there. The rare stuff we have a ch it's a chime that when it rings, things open around it. And um, unlock. We have my favorite. And he kind of just he pulls out this just block of wood. Yeah, it looks like a, a, a stack of wood that's about this big, right? It looks to be folded over and you can see like some hinges and stuff like that. It just looks like thin pieces of wood stacked on top of itself. This opens up into an extremely large boat. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he just puts it back in his pocket. I want a pocket boat. You are absolutely not allowed to have a pocket boat. I'm Why so not? sorry. Because you would open it in our house. She's on her adventure. What and if there's this, water we didn't anticipate that isn't on the map? Wait, wait, wait. Let's hear what else he's got. I want to he hear. Hold, he holds up a feather that has like a little charm that dangles down from it that looks to be like an oak leaf. This makes a 60-foot tree. Uh, Never know when you're going to need a tree. You know, I didn't think about it, but right now my mind is spinning of all the scenarios in which I might need just an impromptu tree. Is it a feathered tree? Is that why the feather is the thing? Nope. And you see the halfling that's reading the tome kind of like pack it up and can you cut put the in a tree satchel. Down? And he looks over and he goes, you know, I think we can use some shade right now. All right. You're right. And uh, you watch as uh, <clears throat> he holds it up and Darwin hops off, grabs it, walks over to the like open plains next to the road just tosses it on the ground and sticks the quill into the ground. And you see this oak tree just grow and reach out over the uh, the pathway as you're all now shaded from the hot, blaring sun. Oh, that's someone's amazing. going. Someone's going to think that was an act of God. <sighs> Orkira steps out of the shade back into the sun and uh, continues to admire the tree. <laughs> Ringo's one of them. And... Uh, and uh, you watch as uh, as he goes, and we have this, and he kind of like pats on his back, and you see what looks to be a, a backpack. This here is a quite a handy haversack. <laughs> and, uh, a water How much for the haversack? 2,000 gold. I'll take it. What What's special about a haversack? It's like oh. my bag. I've read about them, they're it's amazing. It's a bag of holding? And you, mm -hmm. want, you watch as he goes, uh. you're right. And he just reaches in and he pulls out a fishing pole from a side pocket that's yeah. about, you know, tiny. And he just pulls a fishing pole out, sets it up against the thing, holds many things. Mm. But he takes it, puts it back up, and uh, walks walks over, and a haversack is brought to you. Hey, the man. Okay. And, uh, hey, hey, Seisha. Yeah. Can you open that up? Uh, I've always had a problem oh, with bags yeah, of holding, yeah. but so I haven't she opens seen... it and makes sure it doesn't have teeth or a tongue or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm a little nervous about that kind of stuff, but I mean, I've never seen a backpack before. That's really, that's actually kind of neat. I've read about them. So what's the difference? So a bag of holding is one large space. This is multiple slightly smaller spaces. Um, it holds a little bit more, um, but uh, it does, you're not able to put as large items in. But you can organize your stuff. And you can absolutely organize your stuff. Uh, and, and then there's a, a potion of heroism. 
Huh? That's that all we do? have for rare items. What does that do? Makes you a hero. Well, what if we're already a hero, man? Look at me. Uh, not, not just normal people running around this purple. It's all heroes and pimps from here. Uh, it, it, it hearing this, Orkira spreads her wings so that she's framing Harold and sets <laughs> off a uh, fire above his head so that he oh. looks epic. Oh, and, and Rain <laughs> claps his hands. That is, I'm, I'm sold. You got oh, me. Thank you. But, um, no, um, so when you drink this, you, you feel bolstered and uh, Timora herself blesses you. Interesting. How much for the stone? Uh, stone is 4,000 gold. And as you look at the stone, you recognize it as you have one. Oh, what? I think you do. This is literally the thing that Petunia gave me? Yeah, stone of good luck. Don't you have yeah. one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Damn, Petunia. Jeez, she really likes wait, you. Wait, wait, do I, do I, ha is that what she got me? Oh, she got me the Periapt of Wound Closure. I think the Luckstone's what I got her. Okay, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you, so yeah. Okay. Damn, so you I, must I, really I, love her. Oh. God damn, where you go me? Where did you get that from, son? Um, uh, and this amulet, how much for that? Not that I have a problem with drinking or anything, even though I definitely <laughs> bought the most. Amulet is 6,000 gold. Because I mean, yeah, we have a healing potion. Yeah, yeah so as long as you have alcohol, we just so happen to have a plethora of that now. Mm -hmm. Harold's thinking of all the opportunities where he's been in bad situations where he could have asked for a last drink and then he could have gotten out of it with this thing. Um, all right, so I know I've given you a lot. Allow me to give you a little bit more. Yes, as much as I do want to take your money because I do, I'm a merchant, it's what we do. At least I'm honest. And allow me to show you our unique potions. And he claps and the muscled dwarf in the back as well as the uh, heavier set tiefling pull out a barrel of ale. I'm like, okay, that's strange. And then they twist the barrel of ale as it has a false bottom and they remove it. And it is a stack of, uh, and very carefully held potion bottles. Now, this here is an elixir of awareness. For two hours after drinking this, you become hyper aware of your surroundings and you cannot be surprised by incoming anything. This, and, uh, and you actually see um, that that potion is a bubbling liquid that is primarily clear, but you see flashes of bright red periodically. He then points to another one that almost looks to be shadow captured in a glass bottle. This is Potion of Shadows. Let's just say it makes the shadows themselves cling to you and hiding becomes a lot easier. This one, and he kind of points to almost the opposite as this potion bottle seems to be glowing, is elixir of day. Drinking this and you glow brightly <laughs> with sunlight. Oh. Oh, and you're uh, resistant to uh, radiant damp, radiant uh, energies. 
Also, real sunlight, not like just daylight. Real sunlight. <laughs> that could he have points, been handy last night. He points to another bottle. Um, and this one is a bright blue liquid uh, with moving bolts of bright yellow, almost like there's uh, a storm happening inside of it. This is an energy potion. It slightly bolsters you temporarily, and it gives you the ability to find a surge of energy within yourself for mm -hmm. a brief moment. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's good. The next one, as uh, the barrel's spun, he looks straight at you, Harold. I think you're going to really like this one. You tell. It's a clear liquid, um, and it appears at first to be unassuming and plain. But what catches your eyes uh, and draws attention when you look at it, it's like you can't look away from this very mundane looking bottle. The potion itself almost compels you. you. This is a glamour potion. And drinking this makes you even more charismatic. Or makes someone who's not at all charismatic, charismatic. I see. This one, and he'll kind of look to you, Voss is the nimbleness potion. And you see that amongst all of the other potions, this one is the most guarded as it seems to be leathered strapped down to the actual, uh, you know, hole in containment as it seems to like, be jostling itself even though the barrel is not moving. This makes you dexterous. Even those who are not de dexterous become dexterous for the duration of this. And it lasts an entire that day. That, the nimbleness potion is 400 gold. For the whole day. For the whole day. But. The, oh, go ahead. My pride and joy. The rarest of potions that we have ever been able to lay our hands on. And you see uh, the tiefling kind of grab a handle in the center and twist and pull up. And it's just like this. Like <laughs> mist and steam kind of like comes out, but it like almost cold steam though. And it's just a red potion that seems to be kind of effervescent, almost like a healing potion. No. Oh. No. What is it? What is it? Oh, you drink this and you benefit from having eight hours of sleep. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. Ow. Like. On the spot? On the spot. How much for that? 2,500 gold. The oh. fair price? Fair price. It's a literal wow. good night's sleep in a bottle. It is the potion of rest. Oh, wow. Seisha looks at Venling. I don't know who, I don't know who here would benefit the most from that. I believe Harold would benefit the most from that. I never get I never get fully tapped out uh, as far as my resources go if any fight that we've ever been is. I mean, I could use it for, for being able to strike yeah. things with my my God's blessing. I don't feel like I need it. Like, I, that amulet though? Come on. Oh, I that, got a hangnail. Just kidding, glug glug, I'm fine. <laughs> That that potion is the kind of thing no one thinks they need until somebody suddenly needs it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I don't suppose you'd give me a discount since I've bought so much already. Right, we are buying basically everything you have out from would, under you. Would you be willing to consider a discount since I've spent so much already? Purchase en masse. I mean, I'm going to buy a few things too, so we're not As done. am I. I will tell you there is no discount on the potion of rest. It is 2,500 gold. I will not go any lower on it. It is their most a, prized potion. I mean, it's but, a, it's is there anything else you want? How much for the um, the clear one? The, char- the charisma potion? Ah, Shut up, Harold. 400 <laughs> gold. Can I have that one? Can you guys put a list of all the potions? I forgot a lot of them. Uh, and um, if you want to make a persuasion check on any of the other items, Seisha, you can. But yeah. if it was specifically for the potion of rest, then. Yeah, I was w- for the rest. I'll, I will. Uh... I'll take the potion of rest. Wait, is there only one? There is only one. That's okay. a very rare potion. I, uh, that's I've a... never seen one. <laughs> yes. I was going to buy it. Oh, well. Can you use it? Can I use it? What are you talking about? Anyone like, can use a potion. Well, no, I mean, like, is it? I I use I would be using it when I can't invoke my my um godly powers. My godly powers. Oh. I would use it if I was on the brink of death. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll probably. Both of those are valid uses. I think, I think Seisha, yeah. you're, you're fine to go ahead and keep it. There's lots of other great lately, stuff. That- lately, the fights have been hitting me a little harder than normal, and I'm feeling want a little it less confident. No, it's okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I have some greater healing potions. I just, you know. Okay. Or Kira slides up to V and is like, are you, are you okay? Yeah, I just, um... I'm okay. We'll talk Hi. later. Uh, I'm gonna make. I pay the man twenty five hundred gold. That's a lot of money. It is. Also, I came out here rich. I ain't rich anymore. I just want y'all to know that the only person who has ever benefited from something like this was me. When, who was it? Laurel Silverhand herself or Vajra? One of those two women walked up to me and was like, "Long rest, go ahead." And I was like, "Oh." So seeing a potion of this just blew my mind. Seisha yeah. <laughs> came close. Didn't she have a potion that was almost like a long rest in a bottle? Like it got rid of exhaustion or something. Because it was just before we went after Manchun. That wasn't me. Someone someone had something close. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's totally worth having. Mm-hmm. She takes it and kind of looks at V. Uh-huh. It's your adventure. No, no, no. It's your godly powers that sometimes you can't tap into. Yeah, but it's your adventure. Maybe if I, like, am basically... I'll feed it to you if you're almost dead in battle. Okay, it works for me. Okay. Uh, I... 6,000 for that amulet. Man, that is such a good amulet, though. What does the amulet do again? Do you want to owe me a very large debt, Harry? It turns alcohol into healing. Once a day. Is it like the stronger the alcohol, the more the healing? No, it, but it is uh, comparable to a like mid-sized healing potion. Oh. Yeah, think of it like we're in a bad spot. Oh crap! I'm getting the crap kicked yeah. out of me. Mm-hmm. 
somebody throws me over the bar, I chug some tequila, I sit back up ready to rock. I think that's how it works. I'm actually vetoing the idea of you being allowed to wear this amulet because Drunk Harold is not a good fighter. Trust me. 6,000 gold, done. (laughs) No, done. Actually, you know what? You know what? How about me for a discount? What about a discount here? Look at me. I've already shown you I'm a hero. Maybe a persuasion check. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm very interested in those magic items. 22? (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I rolled a... uh, uh, Tell you what. 13. (laughs) You have... You have indeed... You are indeed spending quite a bit Mm. on here. I tell you what. I will give you the amulet for 5,500 instead of 6,000. Nice. That's a that's a fair price. That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. I will pay him the fifty five hundred plus the three fifty five. I believe is what I. Correct. What, yeah. Yep. So yep. She's just gonna I, I, yep. walk back over to Voss and just kind of uh, with her back to the caravan and all of the the merchants, just kind of lowly whisper. So what do you think the chances are that they're gonna double back and try to rob us tonight? I look at them. Possible. Okay. If I were in their spot, though, the things I would be giving you would be poisoned. Mm. So perhaps it might be wise to buy something cheap and try it immediately. Okay. It's a good idea. I'm perusing the magic items. I'm there too. Is that did did Seisha buy the only haversack that they've got, or do they happen to have more oh. than one? Um, Rin has like did not give the one off of his back, but if you inquire, like, are, are you asking if there is any other haversacks? Yeah, or Kara would have been like watching as Seisha put hers together and has gauged the size of the main compartment and realized that it is maybe not as large as a uh, bag of holding and that made her happy for reasons mm-hmm. and so she's now kind of eyeing that okay. uh but if, if you inquire i'm sorry that was the last haversack however i'll sell you the one right off my back oh that i i don't want to take the one that you got especially since i would probably have to alter it anyway um but it it's good to know about this kind of thing because i've been kind of avoiding i'm bags. no really and he'll he'll literally walk to the back of the cart turn it inside out dump everything out of it. You just hear clink, 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 clink. <laughs> and you just hear Cassidy, the halfling, go, <sighs> shakes her head. And then and then he gets back, he walks over, holds it out, 2,000 gold. Uh, she'll take a look. Does it look like she could alter the straps so that it would be a side-carrying bag since she can't wear a backpack? Yeah, you think you can do that. Because the, the straps are not part of the magic part of the item, right? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> not at all. Um, Seisha, Orkira, Vinley, you all notice the, uh, the wood elf riding the horse has been subtly moving their hand in a specific way. Absolutely not. As in casting a spell? Uh, you can roll Arcana. Arcana, Arcana yeah. Arcana. Oh. 
Absolutely not. 27. 19. 13? <laughs> or, or Kira, you're unsure. The other two, you 100% know they are not casting a spell. Oh, okay. Uh, do, do I do I recognize any sort of pattern to it? You've been around somebody in your group well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since Kira's standing by him, she's going to say to Voss, I think someone's trying to contact you. Look at the wood elf. Oh. Uh, I watch out of the corner of my eye. I do not look directly at the wood elf. Okay. Uh, using your passive, mm. having it being pointed out to you, you now notice it. As mm. they're only, they're just trying to do it subtly. They're not trying to keep it hidden. Mm. Um, and your eyes pick up that it is thieves' camp. Figured. So what are they saying? Basically, um, they show a sign for rogue. They show a sign for uh, merchant, and they show a sign for poisons. Oh. I Boss just made a new friend. Yeah. Should have led with poison. <laughs> I walk over, kind of like break away from the rest of the group, kind of give Seisha um pat on the back, a little reassured that they're doing this as it means them in Boss's mind less likely that they're trying to just kill us outright. <laughs> um and say, This should be fine. Give me a moment. And I walk over to the wood elf, nod, and in thieves' cant, say, I'm interested in the latter and the first. Weapons and deadly things. Um, it was more so a sign saying, I am a rogue, I am a merchant, I sell poisons. I would. I will take that then. Um, and kind of quietly in Thieves' Camp, um, and you actually see, like, as he walks off, Rin kind of eyes it, and then kind of pulls your, attempts to pull your attention more, as he gets kind of even more exa exuberant, exuberant, mm -hmm. um, to, to everyone else, but, uh, mm -hmm. Lynn, the, the wood elf, um, through Thieves' Camp, basically is, what, what specifically are you looking for, is, is what is related. Something tasteless that can put someone down within an hour. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I mean, if you're gonna get, you might as well yeah. go serious. Yeah. Right? Like, go home. <laughs> yeah. If you can yeah, you don't someone. come to the poison merchant and be like, I'm looking for something a little weaker than usual. Just I something, want something that tastes like, like I want to upset their tummy a little. Maybe a mild paralytic. <laughs> No, you can do a lot with a mild paralytic. Yeah. Not that I've never thought about that. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was doing to the salesman in our caravan the entire ride for a full day. I was just paralyzing yeah. his tongue. <laughs> and look how much work that was. If you just had a poison that would have you right? know, put him down in an hour. <laughs> no one would have to worry about him ever again, except for it the people with diamonds. You've just made the argument for murder. I know. I'm a murderer. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you run you off on her. No, she I, was a murderer well before I met her. I was a murderer. Oh, I was well. talking about Lauren. Oh. oh she I was a murderer well before I met her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I was gonna say Vinley's been a murderer well before basically any of you have been born. Now don't rub it in. Um, <laughs> but he tells you we have several ingested. Um, some worse than others. Um, it really just depends on how serious you are from assassin's blood to I have assassin's blood which is he's like that's the the lightest of the light what's the heaviest of the heavy then something laced with blood of the gods do you have that do you have the coin I don't even know how much it is so I would need to know that first. 15,000 dragon? No, I don't have that. The most I could pay would be 2,000. So let's start there. That helps. Uh, Midnight Tears is probably the best of what you're looking for. What's its conditions? What does it do? Explain it to me. Doesn't do anything until the stroke of midnight. It hasn't been neutralized. If their body does not break it down, they are racked in pain. How much? 1,500. Where are you headed? And will you be by Waterdeep at any point in time? I believe Waterdeep is our next stop. I can give someone who may be able to help your business, specifically yours, a heads up, as well as markets through which you may be able to sell for a discount. You'll need to talk to Ren about that. So I will. <laughs> um, until I can talk to Ren, that'll be my last word on it, except I pull Vinley aside for a moment, and I say... Mm -hmm. If we get that sunlight potion, mm -hmm. would that fulfill the conditions of the goblin hand? Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. I've never really thought of it, honestly. <laughs> hmm. I know you got this for me and I'm a little was a little creeped out by it, but this could fulfill the conditions of that. Maybe it that may. was the riddle. Perhaps, um, we'll see how expensive that potion is. If it's worth the risk, we'll... This we'll... Is, we're talking about a magical goblin that can protect our minds indefinitely. This may be worth quite a lot to us. Yes, of course. Depending on how much that sunlight potion is, precisely. Because it might not even work. Remember the doorway? Um... It wouldn't work unless you casted a specific spell on it. Perhaps it's going to be like that. It's like it's that. worth a try. We it are fighting is. things beyond the dimension, beyond the pale. Although I don't like... You're sure this thing isn't sentient? Like, it doesn't know we're talking right now, and it's not living in agony as a hand, right? I have never found one of these before, so I could not tell you. I'll this. ask it if this works. Mm. It may be worth picking it up. Good plan. 
Have you seen this lovely blue vase, by the way? Oh, Voss, Voss. Yeah, <laughs> someone else made that joke before, and it was just as grating then as it is now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just go back to perusing the items then. <sighs> Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me. He's he's literally going to kill me. <laughs> Rhea, Rhea, you're a monster. I just want you to know that. So uh, Rin will you know, kind of turn back while they're talking. Uh, anything else we can do for you? Any, uh, any other items uh, catch your entrance before we start packing up and heading out? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I will ask for the price for the sunlight, surge, and um, the glamour. Uh, all right. Uh, glamour is 400. Okay. Uh, elixir of day is 175. Damn it. It's cheap. And That's it's worth cheap. it. Uh, energy potion is 250 gold. All right, I will definitely put, purchase the sunlight one, as that is cheap. I give Vinley a thumbs up as I do. <laughs> Can't wait to try it, buddy. Looking forward to it. If I have money left, I might buy two, just so we can try it out once. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a very long conversation with Harold later today. About major image and throwing your voice places. Voss, how how uh, are you just like outright buying that sunlight potion? I'm gonna buy one of them. Okay. Oh. Uh, they uh, only have one of each of these unique potions. Okay, I will just buy that one then. Uh, definitely buy that one. <laughs> but um, what were you gonna say, Okira? I was just thinking. Uh, so remember when we were at the door, and we needed the sunlight. And I knew of a spell, but I wasn't power up, powerful enough to guess that spell. Mm -hmm. I, I think I can do that now. Excellent. We may need to experiment with something tonight. Yeah, it's not necessarily. I, I mean, I, I can do it. I was thinking about doing it during the vampire thing, but turn undead is just so much more How fun. Are um, you feeling, by the way? Oh, I'll be better in five days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rin and will she's still speak like. Up playing with the the, ha the haversack she's still like looking at it and, mm -hmm. and eyeing it and every once in a while puts her hand into it and you watch her wince and then nothing happens and she pulls it back out and she's like I think I'm gonna actually buy one of these yeah great okay. 2000 gold also um you seem like um adventurers and um I'm also selling death wards what? Oh, I can do that too, and I'll just reach out as Voss is finishing buying his potion and death ward him. But can you do enough for everybody? I can. I can't do a lot after that. That's really powerful. <laughs> exactly. But... That's why you pay someone else to do it. How you wait? That saves a... your saves your energy. You pay people to you sell your death wards. Of course, yeah, it's I like... sell my death wards. I'm a merchant. I follow the goddess of luck and money. Of course I of course I sell my death words. You don't death word your friends? Oh. I'll just bring them back. Okay, but can you do that without diamonds? Um uh, where is this hey. conversation going? Yeah, this is I don't know, but now I suddenly feel like this is a god off. I have a question about the base. Uh the alchemy drug, and he he 
just laughs and yeah. kind of just smiles at your theory. Doesn't seem to take any offense to any of it. She's uh, not offended either. She's yeah. just like weirdly defensive now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The first uh, one where Kira got defensive over her. 3,500 uh, 3, uh, dragon, uh, gold pieces. I keep saying dragons. They say gold pieces, not dragons, because we're not water. And what exactly, why is it, what is... Does it do why? anything different? What uh, is it? It does. Because I know what an alchemy jug is. I'm Me just... too! Mayonnaise! What? I want it so bad! Also, my lowest roll on the uncommon items was a 17. Yes, and just so you know, um, everything that Ren is telling you is everything that you are getting, so you know that he is not lying to you. Cool. Um, but it identifying is using the spell identify. Arcana yep. just kind of gives you the vagueness. Of I it. just wanted to know if I knew what the items were based on appearance so this uh the the blue one is slightly different from your standard one. it doesn't it doesn't create acid or poisons oh. it does create hot tea and honey oh. in addition to all of the other the beer the, the mayonnaise the oil the vinegar the water the water the salt water the wine it's i am made Orc here is already handing over the money. Yes, yeah. please. Yep, yep. You just put it right in my new bag. <laughs> gladly, gladly. And he'll take the thing and 3,500 dragons. And you know what? I'll give you 10% off. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. How, I'm sorry. Wait, how much was it again? 3,500. 3,500. Oh. So I don't have 35 that. Gold, 35 gold need? less or 350 gold less. Here, how much do you need? Oh, no, I don't want to spend that much on... on I, I thought it was like a couple hundred. I didn't think it was a couple I'll, thousand. I'll cover half of it for you. Uh, I was also thinking about getting the thing that makes food so that you didn't have to deal with my lobster food. How much is that bag? I'll deal with the lobster food. Uh, 2,000. Deal with lobster. 2,000? Let me... Let me uh, 2,500. Oh, oh I wouldn't that. have enough for either. Damn. I'll take the bag right. of food making. Rakira, if you wanted, if I you mean, want, who doesn't want a jug that makes mayonnaise? Very well, give me both then. All right, I will. Uh, I'll hand over the two thousand I have left. Oh, so I, I've got two thousand two hundred and eighty-four. So, <laughs> Orkira's never had money before, but she doesn't. All she knows is I have enough to buy things, and I don't need diamonds right now. So she just hands over the two thousands. Like I can, I can cover this much. Because I've always wanted one of these. And yeah. And it'll yeah, fit in the haversack. I have a calculator up just so both of you know. And I've already done the math with the 10% off minus the 2,000. I will be paying 3,650 gold pieces. Great. And I've already removed the 400 for the potion of charisma. Okay. Anything else uh, I can do for you? Fine, fine, gentlemen. Oh, if the rest of the party is done ladies. bartering. And ladies and gentlemen. I'm good, thank you. Just um, I'm so happy. I will... And Kira is just opening up all the stoppers and looking into it and wondering what she wants to make first. I'll say I'd like to speak to you about a potential business proposition if you have some time. I always have time for business. I take him to the side then. Can I get your name? Good sir. My name is Mr. Bill Ronto. It is a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Bill Ronto. I'm Rin. He just I smiles can... this 
toothy, fanged smile at you. The kind of fur patches you can see. One of his eyes looks to be like that of a canine, whereas the other one is a more humanoid. I hope you won't find this question offensive, but I don't believe I've ever met a creature of your ilk before. Hmm. I am, let's just say, blessed by the Celestials. All right. I heard from your driver. You'll be making your way to Waterdeep shortly. That's the plan. Hopefully, see what uh, what we what business we can gain there. At this point, I'd like to make a general insight check onto his character, if I can do that. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and make a an good insight person. Check. Cool. I'd, he better not be a good person, otherwise this is a waste of time. But I need to know how bad he is. Wow. Eh, eight. It's on its edge too. Hard, um, hard, hard to tell. Hard, hard to read. Okay. I mean, from what you've picked up of his, of his conversation, it helps. Money's money. Okay, I'll take the chance then. I have certain connections within the city of Splendor that are, let us say, on your level that you would find interesting. Xanathar? No. Just assume Waterdeep in that aspect. It's usually the Xanathar. Believe me when I say this, friend, those names are sinking. Mm. Interesting. In any case, I can give you a meeting with a rising star in exchange for a discount on some of your more discretionary items. Mm. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Cool. Wish I got in the glamour fortune before I did this. <laughs> oh, nice. 19. Okay, there you go. Um, hmm. That is taking quite a shot. How about, how about this? You let me know who or what I am getting from this meeting, I'll let you know if that is worth a discount or not. Have you ever heard the name the Doom Raiders? <laughs> they are pretty famous. Yo, know, that's Eserac. So you have them. They, um... Definitely made a name for themselves, hunting undead and liches. But when the death curse hit a couple of years ago and their deeds traveled. I've always found that it is better to do business with those who have drive, strength, and intelligence. And I would think that those rising stars in particular would be quite good business partners. You see, I think I like you, Mr. Ronto. You see, the Doom Raiders and the Guild of Thorns are very para on parallel paths, you could say. Hmm. And if I could give you a meeting, only a meeting, as it would be, as I do not have the ability to make this decision myself, unfortunately, would that entitle us, 
entitled me to a small discount of one of your more deadly items. I'll tell you what. I'll do you one better. As a sign of good faith from the Guild of Thorns to a group that just gave me a lot of money. If you buy whatever it is you're looking for at full price, I'll throw in an extra something for free. I pull out a small paper bird. I want it sent to um, Dabble. Okay. And I will say, I am sending you a potential interest for us, the city that may be a boon to us at a later date. And I write down the information of him and his troop. And I say, expect them within three days time. And I send it off, let him see I send it off, not necessarily what's written. And then I say, when you arrive, go to the awning portal. Crud, what is the name of the orc woman? Agra. Yagra. Agra. Yagra. Agra. Speak to Yagra. You should be expected. And I will pay full price for the items that I want, which would be the dust, the sunlight, and the poison, which is 1,500, I believe. So in total, 1,875 gold. It was the dust of disappearance, which I was 400. Oh, it's 400? No, Sorry. No, 200. It's 200. 200. Sorry. 200. The sunlight. Sunlight. Yep. Which was 175. Super important. And then was there a fourth one, or is it the, just the three? Um... I don't have enough for the glamour. So just these three. I'm running low on funds because I actually spend my money instead of hoarding it. <laughs> I think everybody just spent a lot of their money today. I yeah. still have yeah. well over 2,000. Um, all right. Um, so 1875. Hand you the Midnight Tears, bottle of Midnight Tears. Excellent. Um, and then we'll also hand you... I just dropped 5,400 gold. Yes, you did. I'm only I up just, to 4,000. 5,855. I spent a little over 4,000, and she's got 284 gold left, and that is still hundreds more than she has ever had mm -hmm. in her entire life. She was a good stop, though. I got a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, it's going to work again. Vinley's going to give you the bag of of food making um Seisha. Oh. Aww. I I know I know what this item is. It's going to be very useful in your hands, not mine. Okay. I know how to use cooking utensils now. You'll have an even better time with it then. Yeah. Th thanks, Benley. Of course. You're our group chef. Mm. And she gives her a big hug. Aww. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to try whatever you make with it. Oh, that's gonna be good. I'll it. Um. But I'll wait, and then and then I'll ask if I can make dinner tonight. How many people does it cook for? I would have to look at it further. I've just heard rumors about what item this is. Oh, okay. We'll also be arriving in uh, Daggerford, so I don't think we'll be with everything. Oh yeah, everybody. that's a good It'll point. just be us, right? I mean, we could always save money. We could, yeah. 
I mean, we, we just spent you know, money to save money. We spent a little bit today, or at least I did. This is so much fun. And I'm still looking at the blue jug. What should we make first? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Tea. Definitely not alcohol. Um, and then and then he also hands you a bottle of something. And, Patron. Uh, it says, it's gold sugar, which is kind of like oh, this. <laughs> you'll want to apply to your blade. And it will have quite the sting. Take it. Not of the head. What is it? It is venom from a bone devil's stinger. Ooh. And it'll hurt really bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll I'll send you what it, what it does. And Ooh. remind me, we've seen a bone devil, right or no? The thing in the Xanathar's seen. fighting pit. That was, was that a the chain, chain devil. devil? Okay, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember if it was chain or bone. Also, what were the other magic items that we haven't bought yet? Was what was the one? The bag of food. Is that a bag of bounty? I, bag of bounty. Uh, awesome. There is the. Uh, the uh, potion of water breathing, potion of fire breath, stone of good luck, chime of opening, folding boat, the feather token tree, which is still a tree right now, uh, and the potion of heroism. The and then, and then the other elixirs that are still there. There was one thing that you said, and as soon as you said it, it left my brain. But I wanted to know more chime about it. Opening the one before that, the stone boat? of good luck. Oh yes. You, how much was that, did you say? 4,000 gold. Oh, hey, Seisha. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how I bought you a gift? Yeah. Could I perhaps use 2,000 gold? Of course, yeah. And she gives her 2,000 gold. I would like the stone of good luck, please. <sighs> well, I had money. <laughs> I am now down to less than 1,000 gold. I have 384 or 348 remaining. I mean, this is more gold than we need for the rest of our lives. So yeah. we might as well spend it on this stuff that is going to help us, right? It's going to save our lives potentially. Yeah. Or or just make them sweeter as Orkira is still contemplating the honey out of the, the jug. <laughs> she hasn't made anything yet, but she's still contemplating. Mm. Yikes. I think, I think I'm the only person in the party that's about to have full attunement slots. I mean, go oh, for it. No, V. Oh, fair. You beat me to it, V. Uh, <laughs> I also technically oh, speaking of attunement, I need you guys to put the Stone of Golor version that you use on my sheet at some point so I can put it in an attune slot. Okay, I'll, I'll get that to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh -huh. I meant to ask and kept forgetting. Well, I believe we have held up your caravan long enough. And for that, I do apologize, but do thank you very much for your business. And I do hope that this pit stop was beneficial in many ways. Very much it, so. It, it definitely so was, but you shouldn't apologize because that was the only lie you told. Wait, wait, what are the artifacts that are left? There is the chime of opening, the folding the boat. boat, the feather token, the feather tree token, the potion of heroism, and the stone. Oh no, you, you bought the stone, didn't you? I did. Can I, yeah, okay. can I get the bow? Buy the How boat. How much is it again? 
the boat is 10,000 gold. Oh, I can't afford the boat. Oh, that would have been so fun. You have a pocket full of sand and a pocket full of boat. It would have been amazing. I know. It folds out into a full long boat. So, but what about the tree? How much is the tree? 1,000 gold. I don't know when we would need to use a tree, but maybe, maybe I can like hide behind it or something. Mm-hmm. It seems like one of those things that you you don't think you're gonna need, but at some point you're gonna be like, oh, wait, if wait, only wait. we had a tree. If, can you chop it down? Can you get a new tree? Like, can you question. use the honestly, wood from it? Honestly, where we're going, they admire nature. So being able to conjure a tree at will might be very yeah. impressive to the people that we're going to meet. I'll buy a tree. Yay! Instant tree. Just add water. Wait, do you have to have water? Nope. I mean, it's a tree. Okay, here's a thousand gold. I'm not superfluous with money or anything. (laughs) All right, let me type in my possessions. Instant tree. Instant. (laughs) This one, I think. I thought you said obsessions. I did too. Yeah. And it still works. It totally still it did. works. No, yeah. <laughs> Session tree. <laughs> Instant and obsession. Did the two of you also get the Faye tequila? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm so glad I didn't buy Wait, that. So there I was bought... the potion of heroism, which just gives you like energy boost. And then there was, what was that first thing again? There was the boat pocket. The chime of opening. That, that chime that, of opening. Um, it just opens uh, doors. So yeah, the surge one, right? The one that's a surge of energy. Thing. I think Voss bought that. Oh, I thought you said it was. Uh, no, I didn't oh, have okay. enough for it. How much so, is uh, it? Hold on, before you before you do the <laughs> the the halfling will go and we'll we'll take the tree down. Uh, that was actually a hiccup on my part. It's not a reusable item. It is a once and done item. So I don't want it. The yeah. magic will say it was just a little wonky there. They pick it back up. That demonstration only, demo purposes only. <laughs> yeah. I want my money back. I don't want the tree anymore. The tree appears and it's just got a sign that appears yeah. at the bottom of the tree that says demo tree only, do not chop down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there, the token is there, but you use it and you make a 60 foot tall tree, 20 foot radius trunk. Like it is a massive. We could have a big tree in our courtyard. Or I don't think the city what, would what the, tree, what the tree is useful for is if we're in a bad situation and need a distraction then. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're in the bad guy's house. Plant a tree in his living room. Oh, hi, man. Wouldn't it be great tree? to just be able to open doors? Oh, wait, wait. What is this? It has to be unoccupied space on the ground. It's very useful if you're a druid and you need to travel really far and you're in a place that doesn't have trees. I've never even thought of that. I am none of these things. When you mean on the ground, yeah, you, think, you mean like dirt. That, that surge of energy yeah. potion. It just doesn't have any, it, it, correct, dirt. Nothing can be occupying it. So like cobblestone would be something occupying the dirt. That surge of energy potion will be huge for you. I just have, I, I, I already I, get a lot of energy from raging. Let me, let me, it, if I had to put it into terms <laughs> like I was playing a game, mm-hmm. I would guess it would give you another action in the same turn. Oh, that's remember a, we we played the Leviathan's Labyrinth, yeah. and it's kind of like that. So it would give you a whole like it's a, it's that accent. It's like swing. oh, I swing, yeah. swing, I drink this, swing, swing. Okay. How much <laughs> is that potion? Two hundred and fifty gold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can yeah. buy that. That's nothing. <laughs> and you were curious about the chimes of opening, weren't you? 
Yeah, I am. Because we've, break it, we've broken gold. into how many places, guys? <laughs> I smile. I smile awkwardly to Rem. Like, ha, 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 ha. What a what a kidder. <laughs> I pat her on the arm a couple of times. Like you He doesn't he doesn't even make any like recognition or whatever. He just looks at you and smiles. However, uh Seisha and Orkira and Vinley, you notice that the rest of your caravan is oh. kind of like looking around each other like what? Who did we hire? Yeah. <laughs> Who's traveling with us? Uh, I only saved our lives, but I'm not asking that question yeah. anything. I just kind of like turn and I'm like, uh, gray hand emblem just like out, like, just like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> So the chime thing 6,000 6, gold. 6,000? Mm hmm. So is, it, is it multi-use or is it oh, one it's definitely multi-use i would say for that much money it better be yeah i was just making sure i'm so sad the tree is a one-time use i know oh at uh, one point you'll I'm, get a chance I'm not to gonna spend my money as much as i would love to just dump all of it on it i just don't know when we're making more of it so well, we'll just have to introduce you to penelope so that you can meet a druid who can make a tree oh you'd love penelope yeah. Oh, everyone loves Penelope. It's easy. Uh, Penelope. There is one more elixir that I think I skipped over. It's uh, the elixir of night. It gives you the ability to see through darkness, including magical darkness. I oh. want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Yeah, me and me. Oh, me and V can be running around in the dark sea and stuff. That is a hundred gold. Gimme, 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 gimme. Only a hundred? Wow. Lasts only for an hour. Still. That's 100, that's, that's, that's a golden hour. Uh, a really good price it's called? It's, it's, it's Elixir totally. of Night. Uh, I'll have to send it to you, it's not in d and Oh, I'm just, I'm typing it under other possessions just to remember I have yep, it. absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe I have a luck stone. <laughs> all right, so if, uh, if that is all, Hey, can I can I have my shield? Is he done yet? Oh, and then at that point, you actually see that uh, Tolan, who has been working uh, this entire time, uh, is finishes the final little touches on it and uh, brings it over to you. And there is a topaz in the center. That's beautiful. And you see that he's tried to work out uh, not the scratch marks, obviously, yeah. uh, but the big indent. Yeah, uh, he's been able to uh, force that out a little bit more, um, but there's still like it looks like the eye was scarred. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, it's it's not much, but here, and she gives him a twenty gold tip. Gladly takes it. Yep. A nod and. Kind of pulls his goggles up onto his head as he climbs back into the second Vardo. Uh, kind of holds his hand out, helps Cassidy the halfling up, and uh, they all kind of get together, load back up, and uh, kind of uh, move their way, around, like kind of back and move out of the way to where they're kind of going next to y'all. It was really nice meeting all of you. Thank you. Hi. Yeah. Safe travels. And like as as they go, Orkira, you like you kind of pick up a little bit of their conversation, and you kind of uh, hear Ren talking to Darwin, and he's just like, "See, I told you we didn't have to ask what they're serving in the tavern." As he just continues to move 
I make eye contact with Avanon as we go by. It's just this fleeting feeling again of like, I feel like I know that guy. <laughs> We're continue on. <laughs> like both uh, of us just staring at each other awkwardly. <laughs> um, well, this bag of bounty is awesome, by the way. Mm -hmm. I am so hyped. <laughs> and uh, Harold. Yes. As you all, you gather in and sit down. <laughs> there's that feeling of just that fate tequila on your hip, almost as like a, like something is drawing you to it. Like I there might... is, there is something that just. I'm gonna look to V and I'm be like, hey, we got a little bit of time before we make it there. Let's drink. Yeah, what is yeah! this? Slow-mo. Oh yeah, let's see, let's see some slow-mo. Uh, I'm gonna start light though. We're not gonna go straight slow-mo. We're gonna get to slow-mo, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Harold uses that as an excuse to, to start drinking. Okay. Okay. And just for clarifications, you're not drinking the whole thing. Right. You're just no. tasting it. Yeah. Yes. We're just giving it a little, little hint here. Yeah. How and big is the bottle? It's like, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. like We're a Tabasco. It. It's like a sake <laughs> bottle. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two different kinds of people. Sake uh, bottle. You know, the sake bottle and the bottle. You know, they It's like a sake bottle. Thank that you. Is, that That's is a great, more. A great. Uh, <gasps> Yeah. Although with both sake and Tabasco, a little bit goes a very long way. So I'm going to expect the shield for the next hour. Mm. Okay, sounds great. Uh, I want to cast Identify on the Luxstone just to make sure. It is a Luxstone. Tight. I'm attuning to it. But I'm... before anybody else does anything, Harold and V. Mm. Ooh. Oh God. We're dead. As you tip the drink into your mouth, <laughs> we die immediately. We fall on the spot. Make new characters. There's a tingling sensation as the drink touches your lips. And as it passes over your palate, it's hard to describe. Its flavor mingles and changes in a few directions from an earthy, semi-sweet to a fruitier and uh, fruitier taste before shifting to a greener and brighter taste. And then back again as it just cycles through all these wondrous flavors, never sticking to one. A soothing and comforting feeling washes over you as a tingle from your lips spreads throughout your body and you begin to see fleeting sparkles in the peripheral of your eyes. And the more you drink, only taking small sips, the more the dancing embers linger in your vision until everything you see has an iridescent rainbow aura radiating off of it. Are we tripping? I feel like I'm tripping. For a brief moment, you feel as if your senses are slowed, or perhaps heightened. It's hard to tell, almost as if your mind is split between two realities. Your mind races, wondering what could be mixed into the tequila, or perhaps what extract the worm is secreting into this. A beetle flies past you, and you swear you could count the beating of its wings. Fixated on such an odd and intense feeling, even if flight and fleeting, you can't help but follow the beetle before something else catches your attention. In the distance, there is a deer glowing in radiant feathers whose light drips off like arcane smoke. You watch as it drinks from a pond of warm, pink, shimmering liquid. Suddenly, a burst of flowers explodes into the air as they turn into fluttering bugs filtering through the air violently as the deer's 
head and ears perk up in attention. You wait. Nothing seems to happen as a few moments pass. But then you see a blurred tendril lash out from the rust-colored tall grass, narrowly missing the deer. The doe jaunts off and you see it being chased by some very large dark blur through the grass before both disappear into the brush. V. (laughs) You look to see if maybe Fabian or Fro, or not, Bilver or um, Doran saw what you saw. But it's evident from their calm demeanor not even paying attention that they did not see what just transpired. However, you also see a pale, beautifully unique, androgynous shifting creature that blends Aladrin with enrapturing flora and winged insecta, who is standing behind Harold. The more you look, the more their form shifts, never holding a true form. Like your mind losing focus when your eyes stare at something for too long. The creature grins towards you with a dark, creepy, black, toothy smile, as if they can tell you are looking at them. Harold, you see V looking at you. You're also looking around to see if anybody notices what you're seeing as if two worlds are overlapping and at first you're enjoying it until you see V's eyes lock not on you but just past you and her eyes kind of shift to concern as there's this creature standing literally right behind you and you turn and see a creature you've known to be following you in the reflections of shopkeeper windows, city fountains, through the glint of reflecting glasses and shadows of the mirrors. It was always just obscured enough to make out, uh, you know, enough to not make out the details and seemed to know when you saw them out of the peripheral of your vision to disappear. However, Now you see them and you instantly recognize the fake creature of whom you sold your true name of Oscar Cord. Their head tilts curiously as they continue to shift in front of you. But no matter their form, you cannot deny their androgynous beauty. What do you do? Harold? Ah! (laughs) 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 I'm gonna start yelling. There's a monster, there's a nightmare monster. He like turns and looks and it tilts his head and he tilts his head the opposite direction and goes, (laughs) (laughs) You watch like Bilver and Dorn like pull up and like what what what? Harold, do you know him? Do you know him? him? I rush weapons sheets to the fucking cart. Yeah, I'm flying forward. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, you rush up, you get to the front carriage that Doran is driving, whipping in, looking. You see V and Harold screaming at something, but there is nothing in there. Nothing. I punch it. What? What's wrong? Don't, don't, don't! What's wrong? Why not hit it? It's terrifying. What, what is this? What? What are you Harold, mean? do you stop it? Do you stop, stop her from hitting it? Stop her from hitting okay. it. Okay, so you go to punch it. Harold hops in front of you. Harold, no. you watch 
the con con constantly changing form of this creature stand before you as it mirrors your posture. You actually watch as it rears back and screams almost like you're looking in a mirror of yourself. And when you do that, like you see all the forms, there's just like these layers of almost like insect wings that are draping over it and flora that's like crowning around its neck all kind of flare up as it like poofs and enlarges as it does not, no sound comes out, but you feel like a hum inside of you that feels like a harmonious, melodic, like tuning fork kind of wash through you. And you watch as the massive floral purple flower petals and iridescent purple organic lattice-like insect wings drape over its pale form to mimic your clothes and jacket, but in an even grandiose gravitas. They slowly draw their dark hand closer to their side and slip it between the folds of the insectoid wings, feathers, and floral folds to the same place your dagger would be. It mimes pulling out a dagger that you cannot see, but it still wields it with a way that holds weight before pointing to their chest in a way that opens it up for a large, easy target. Okay, okay, Harold. What is going on? Why is... What is uh, that? Is that a, is that a, is this a, this is the, this is the Faye part of the drink? No. Fine sense. Faye, strong. There, there, uh, uh, well, you see, when I unwittingly sold my name, uh, this would be, um, the very, uh, strangely attractive androgynous individual that I sold that name to. Hey, you, sweet, sweet well, builder and other person in this cart, can you please take a step outside for a yeah. brief moment? Yes, that would be wise. Uh, <laughs> They step down. They, well, I mean, they've already kind of stepped down, but they were standing right yeah. next to it. Bilver, who has been carving and whittling away on something, right. like steps away without question Harold? after the night before. Uh, but coming, like just you know, squeezing past you, you see Golfro, the uh, the other guild member from Waterdeep, kind of just look around, shakes his head, and is like, I don't <laughs> want no part of it. <laughs> Are you telling Harold? Harold, I don't mean to freak you out. But I can sense it. I think, I think, I think this, this, this alcohol. I think we can see into the Fey world or something. No, they, well, they, maybe, they but I said, can sense it. It's really here. Yeah, we I can mean, see it. I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to stab you in the heart or not. My friends are just they're freaking out a lot because of my screaming. Um, because you scared me. You see, you you scared, you scared me. me. Are you and not? Her, where you is? They just kind of just tilt their head quizzically, and just where where are his eyes fixed? Why is it taunting us? Um, Harold's eyes. Yes. Just uh, kind of just behind him in the main front of the Bardo wagon, like the I main compartment. Step forward and gently begin pressing my rapier in that direction. Obviously so not. What are you step, doing? Don't poke not it. through Harold, but I want to see if I even hit anything or touch okay. it. Uh, Harold, you watch the blade just pass through it. Can we touch it? Do doesn't seem yeah. to, it doesn't seem to even notice that. I slowly walk over to it to just see if I can touch it. Is it letting me do this? Is Harold letting me do this? 
As long as you don't look like you're gonna hit it. I'm not gonna hit it. I'm not gonna hit it. Hey, dude. Hey, man. Hey, girl. Hey, dude. Hey, hey. They, they, they're, they're just, they're just let, just let them. And I just try to Typically put my hand on their shoulder. And as you reach out, they reach out their hand, and with a single finger, you don't press against it like something solid, but you feel like a tingle in your finger. <laughs> it was tingly. I like slowly, a ghost. It's like a ghost. It's a ghost. It's a fey ghost. I slowly reach well, inside my jacket and produce my knife, looking at it, uh, looking at them rather, and I kind of you or stab myself. I've already been through this. I went through this once. I what? I did that whole. And you see, as they they mimic the throw and then point to their jacket. Oh, they're they're telling me to throw the knife into their heart. Oh. Why? Don't you want to find out more information before Why? you? Why Harold, do you want to hang out with Harold so much? Go, go ahead. Make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, yeah, I figured I was probably, like, yeah. it's, lose, it's losing uh, patience. It's like, throw it. Where is the bottle of alcohol? I'm holding on to mine still. 17? Oh. Um, Harold's bottle would be book. right next to him. Um, I, while he's doing this, I'm taking a swig of this. I want to be able to see what this creature is. Holy fuck. Yeah. Alright, go I'm ahead. Uh, you, you, you take a sip. Uh, Harold's a bit distracted, and that sensation overwhelms, uh, overtakes you as well, and you that start to see that blurred image, and it begins to take shape as you now peer at this individual. What are you doing? Don't drink my drink! I take it back, I put it on my belt. That's my drink! Yeah, uh, we yes, shared. I didn't drink too much, did you? And you to kill this kind of person? So you you feel you feel for a moment that you lose control of as you begin to bring your your hand up before the the like you get distracted by Vinley taking the swig and that pulls kind of breaks you of that mindlessness as it just again points. Okay, can I roll an Arcana check now that I can see fully what this creature is? Yes, you can. <sighs> I'm scared because it 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 mimes Harold that by throwing the dagger at it, you're throwing a dagger at yourself. Do you say this out loud? Yes. I restrain Harold. Like, well, whether I can do it or not before what he's doing, well, like that's up to you. But that's my next move. We're gonna do a couple of order of operations. Cool. This is a hallucination caused by the drink. Yep. No, it's not. Because you rolled you rolled a one, and that's what you're going to feel. Sasha, you say that. Uh, we need Harold. when I touched it. Harold and Voss to make um, initiative rolls. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Can I join in on this initiative? Uh, this is only because uh, Voss said he was going to grapple Harold. It's really just eleven. He, he goes first for the throw. Nope, okay. he goes first. Uh, what did you get, Harold? 20, uh, on my initiative? I, I saw on the initiative. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, so yeah, so you go first, Harold. Uh, I, I, can I make an arcana roll to get an idea of what, what the hell is this about? <laughs> I'm terrible at arcana. So I probably won't know. Jack. Or uh, insight. Insight. Yeah, insight's yeah. better. Yeah. Insight's better. Let's do that. 13? If, if you're trying to uncover a lie, you have advantage. He's it, not trying to. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to uncover. I'm just trying to be like, or what see through an illusion. Through illusion. <laughs> there, there's no illusion. And uh, 
And that's exactly how you feel, Harold. You can't pick up uh, this shifting creature. Oh, it seems its mannerisms. Go with it, dude. It's that's my, yeah. That's you went my first. Pro- that's my thought oh, yeah. process. Is that yeah, very hard to read. They aren't cold mm-hmm. or apathetic or even stoic. It is the fact that their emotions and body language seem to shift with their form, making it nearly impossible to read them. I, you know, we're here. I've got the knife. I figure I throw this knife. Worst case scenario, Avrin saves me. You know, he's dead, but he'll, he'll, that won't last. I'm going to th- <laughs> I'm going to throw the knife, I guess. I, I just kind of, yeah. right. if this is what you want. <laughs> All right. Wait. And as, as you throw the purple crystalline silver-handled Kanjar-style dagger and launch it into the chest of this creature to acquiesce to its request. Everyone watches as the purple eldritch blade flies through the air, seemingly at nothing before it vanishes. Besides, obviously, V and Vin. Not back to Harold's hand, but seemingly regrowing from the sheath on his belt. Harold, V, and Vinley, what you saw was right before the blade made contact in the center of this entity. It violently dissipated into a beautiful array of winged insects made of flowers, jewels, and light taking the dagger with it. You feel the entity reform behind you, Harold, as V and Vinley watch it then just reform and coalesce behind him, knowing it has his dagger in its hands. And for a brief moment, you fear that it is about to attack Harold, unknowing of what powers it may have, before you see it wrap its arms around him and slip the dagger back into his sheath and then vanishes before all of you, once again exploding into a a bunch of fluttering and flying Feywild insectoids. And as you look down, Harold, you see the handle of your dagger is different. I will slowly lift it up to investigate it. You pull it out once again, and although it feels the same, it looks different. It still has the Kanjar Middle Eastern style curve of the handle and slip upward bent of the purple crystalline shard blade. However, what's different is the handle is now made of hard iron wood that crests over the top quarter of the blade. The grip is wrapped in a thin woven silver thread of a wrap that shimmers similarly similarly to the blade. And where the blade was once only glimmered with translucency of an amethyst gemstone, it now also has the iridescent, shimmering, veining pattern embedded in the blade, similar to that of a dragonfly wing. And that is where we're going to take a break. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high-flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with- Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace. That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? 
that's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh, what, yeah. What's <laughs> coming Without close? a doubt. What's coming? Stream on Twitch. You die. Stop it, okay? I did my best. Wait. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So, tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl, or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I, I don't think... Great! I'm not... Excellent! With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch. You're halfway through the episode brought to you by our friends at Rock Punch. Stay tuned for more action. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so um, thanks for everybody joining us. Uh, to catch you up on today's episode, they bought Shopping! some stuff. Shopping! They bought some stuff. They bought some stuff. And Harold uh, had uh, an interaction with uh, his new patron? His new patron? I don't know. He sold his awesome. true name to, to a fae. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's going great so far. He got a cool looking knife. Out yeah. of curiosity, does this potion make us feel drunk or just see weird shit? It it's is alcohol. a mild um, hallucinogenic, but it's not a true hallucinogenic. Basically what it does is it removes the veil and lets you see into the Feywild. It does not put you into the Feywild. It literally shows you the You're like a submarine, walls. like just kind of looking through the viewing glass. Right. Yep. Finley's having a terrible time with this. <laughs> so just but, but we're not but we're not actually drunk this no you're not drunk Finley? Finley? Okay, okay it was a bad idea drinking that alcohol never do it <laughs> lay on hands for five points ah. does that work okay good yeah yeah, yeah it does and because you only took a sip of it uh it's only gonna last uh, a minute or two yeah oh okay yeah yeah a, a minute i would say yeah um other things might happen if you drink the whole thing, but we'll we'll figure that we'll out. That, that, that's a that's a button for another day. What the hell is going on? Well, I'll push it. Well, no. Let me explain mm. as best as I can see. So, what? Um, there I was sitting there very heroically inside the cart, minding my own business, picking my teeth with my knife, very cool like. Right. I was putting on my sunglasses when. Get to the point, Harold, please. Harold. I'm telling the story. Tell so the I'm, truth. Okay, okay, all right. That wasn't. I wasn't truth? wearing my sunglasses. What the hell were you talking to? I, so we take our drinks, right? Me and V are like, it's party we time. We the world. And we we decide we're gonna take a drink, and we 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 start looking around, and we see this big creature like lash out at this really cool looking like deer, and we were both like, whoa, what are you? The deer was cool. This? Were you seeing that? What? And they like chase each other off. And I was about to say, I bet Vinley knows what I'm seeing right now. I should probably ask her. 
when I look over to V, once again, very heroically, I look over to V and I see the fear in her eyes that there is something standing behind me. And she's clearly reaching for her sword. So I say, okay, things are getting serious. I turn in a dashing manner to look behind me and I see the individual standing there glistening with black teeth down upon me. And I let out my war cry, which is what drew everybody Rain it back here. in. Rain it back in. I uh, and so your, everybody your heard my shriek would be no. Well, it was a very I was very emphatic with the sh- you caught the That's tail end of it. You missed the very bellowing cool part of the beginning. I thought Demay was being uh, attacked again. Well, it, it what it, what matters is that I called all of you in here uh, to help out, but then I realized that this individual was telling me to throw my knife into its heart, and right before Voss was about to put me in that headlock, I did that. Right, it, and it didn't motion for that. Why does your knife look different now? Well, well, the faith thing took it and burst into a bunch of bugs and lights and jewels and stuff, and then it gave it back. And now right, it, it like, like reached over well, me. They reached over me and they put it right into the side of like in the sheath, and that was really cool. Yeah, I think they're friends. Uh, but that's, why? That's not an embellishment either. The hallucination we were right. all sharing it was definitely. not an embellishment. It's, it was it's a not a hallucination. Cry. I. I reached out through my divine gifts and there was Fae here. There was a lot of Fae here. Big time Fae. I think it hangs out regularly around Harold. Harold? That would make sense. What do they look like? White, androgynous, black, creepy smile. They kind of shift shapes often. They kind of looked a lot like me most of the time. It seems to be like you. Still here? No. No. And this is the one you sold your name to. Well, yes. Hey, they Harold? they don't seem nefarious, but they don't necessarily can, seem friendly. They seem I, very fae-like. Can I make an Arcana check to try to figure out what the significance of the thing putting his knife back in with it being changed means? Make a straight intelligence check. Oh. This is weird. It's like this is a weird face shit, and nobody can know. No, nope! that's an eleven. Yeah, this or is some eight. weird face shit. It's a weird face <laughs> shit. Yeah. Hey, hey, Harold. Yeah. And Orkir is just gonna look around. There's none of the other cart, uh, none of the other caravans around. Like they had all left when we as were. As soon as we with mentioned that there was like something we could see that other people couldn't, I'm pretty sure they like all ran and hid. Like I ain't dying again. Yeah. Uh, you, okay. Yeah. As you look off, you see those that are paid to protect are standing to protect those that can be you easily dropped. Need it. Okay. You see one vampire punching them all in the face. <laughs> so like, uh, they, they yeah. got that. I'll say this. She'll say this low enough so that none of the other people can can hear. Just just the bunch of us and say, you know that spot and where you used to be able to feel Avrin, and then you don't. Yeah. They feel there now. Do I feel that fey energy in that same sort of way that I felt about Avrin, or is Avrin still kind of filling that role? You don't. I, I haven't felt Avrin there in a long time, so yeah. I still don't feel nothing like that. Yeah, it no, was... like somebody's with you, sort of feeling. It's just like a you're on your own, bud. Neat knife, though. <laughs> it, there's there's obviously a tie. Same thing, like the knife was a tie to Averin, but it's not like it's not like a cleric feeling tied to their god. It's right. More so like, 
Yeah, there's that. When you when you hold the dagger, it's that same tuning fork like vibration. Ah, okay, cool. I did, I turn on my. It's not really the same. But it is a thing. It's different. I would assume they would be. I don't think they all go to the same class for how to uh, do this sort of thing. So wait, your Averin was your patron. He. It's dependent on the day of the week when you ask him. Okay, but well, you were his second favorite. But um, now. Top of the list, more like the, the Fey. Top of the list. Is? Top on it. I'm top of, with, clearly I'm top of two lists now. Tied with my lists, my list influence grows. Okay. I can't help that I'm such a charismatic person. Everybody's put me at the top of their list. The, they okay? showed up, they were like okay, okay, cool but, name. But you're a a, a, a a warlock to a fae now. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. Same thing, I, but I can different? do all the things I did before, I think. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I did I misunderstand what you were saying? Can you do anything new and cool? Like like the dagger, what does that dagger do? Can I roll uh, a medicine I check? balance it on my finger and I'm like the same thing. It's It feels about the same, it just looks cooler. It's a little bit different balance, but I- I mean, it does it. look like way cooler. So I definitely would say that selling your name was worth it. What did you want to roll, Finley? A medicine check on Harold. Sure. Uh, 24. He's Harold. All right, well, you're physically fine. I can't do anything about your psychological issues right now, so I'm going to get back in the cart and we're going to continue going the way we're yeah, going. Yeah, let's get to Daggerford. I can let out Dark. another war cry if something goes wrong, okay? Of course. War we shriek. All be that, that, you just cut the tail end. Just, you, you missed the base. Ugh. It's fine. Before she walks away or Carol will I'm say to really Harold. I'm really observant, Harold. I don't think I missed it. You missed it. <laughs> no, we didn't miss it. Hey, yeah. um, as someone who's gone through something similar, are you happy? I don't know what I am. I'm just kind of riding the wave right now. Okay. I, you know, when, when everything settles out and then, you know, suddenly they show up and they're like, okay, you owe me like 20,000 gold. When, when that starts happening, well then, yeah, I'll probably have a lot of regrets, but until that time, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. I, I made the decisions. Uh, I'm not above the consequences. Well, I don't think these are consequences. I mean, I mean I so far, so good, right? Cool new knife. Like, they could have absolutely stabbed me to death if they wanted to, and being completely fair, Averin technically did that. So, already a step up, technically, sort yeah. of. I mean, like, Averin's a little more charismatic and easier to talk to, despite everything. I, well, I want to know about easier to talk to. I mean, I still plan on yelling at him, but I'm glad to know you got someone now who might actually answer without qualification you deserve that and she'll walk away he smiles and nods and is like okay and kind of sits back and he does seem a little more happy with the situation despite things because at least it's something a little more concrete to him uh despite everything about it being not very concrete so far <laughs> i've never heard the fae described as concrete it's well, compared relative. to Averin, yeah, that's fair. All relative. Hey, Harold. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, it was a very manly shriek. I thank you. I I felt I felt that in my bones. Yeah. And and in my lungs, where I was like mostly letting out the shriek. Yeah. All right. Have a fun ride. 
Harold looks behind him again, like in a panic for a second. Yeah, no worries. Okay, no problem. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, are we are we good now to, to go? Just Everything's to... fine. Everything's good now. Care of it. There was a all rat. Right. Okay. It was very it's scary. It's huge. Ghost rat. It climbs in. The truth is scarier. But the, 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 oh no, ghost rats are pretty terrifying. I'd be really upset if there was a ghost rat in my thing full of stuff that rats like to chew. Like, you, you like shake it out of the bag, you put the bag back down, it's, oh, it's back in the bag again. I just have a lot of questions, really. Ghost rat. I don't know if we have answers for you, honestly. All right, I think, we're ready. I think we're ready to go. Harold's gonna take out the knife and just kind of look it over for a while and just, you know, um, do I know the name of it instinctually or? Do I need to have somebody identify it? You just know. Okay. Uh, Harold kind of holds it up and he mutters to himself, "They Wild's gift." Cool. And he'll spin it on his finger and catch it, and then put it back in its sheath. Uh, you um, you spin it and you catch it, and as you go to put it on your sheath, it dissolves, like it bursts into oh. an array of like dragonflies and then they form on your hip. Ooh. Ooh. Hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> Harold's like, yeah, I could uh well, I get used to this creepy shit. <laughs> All right. The oh, caravan guess. heading further south down the hard impacted dirt carved <clears throat> uh, dirt road carved like a long brown scar in the earth dividing the green fields at either side. Um, it isn't long before the summer sun becomes sweltering again. For some, it's an invited joy to help soothe the weary state. For others, it's an oppressive blight upon the skin. It begins to take the toll on the horses and crews. You take a few extra stops throughout the day, taking advantage of any shade you find along the road. And for those keeping an eye out, if you could roll us a perception check. Wee! I will, even though I'm still tired, I'm still gonna go do some flights. Oh! Uh, Savard is helping Orkira again. Okay, that's good. That's much better. Okay. Yeah, 18. 23. With the negatives? I rolled a 28. Wow. <laughs> I saw that number pop up and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, it's, you pass by an old rest stop clearing that you notice looks abandoned and unused now due to the subtle signs of scorch marks in what is left of the bench and hitching post. As you look closer, it's easy to tell this was not recent. However, probably within the last month, two months, maybe even as long as three months. What seems unusual is the scorch marks look to create a perfect circle about 15 to 20 feet wide in every direction, burning away almost anything green, leaving barren earth. Although some small plants and weeds now grow in its wake. Fenley, do you think that was a fireball? Mm, I'm not the one to ask. Harold has a Harold weird fascination. Harold and Orkira both kind of step closer and look. <laughs> Make an Arcana check. Sure. Can I oh. can I assist him on yes, this and absolutely. be like, 
ah, I'd see where the ring is, like out there. Yeah, yeah, this is where I would put it. Yeah, maybe that or something else. 17? It's fireball. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, yeah, it's fireball. It's just the perfect circular pattern just etched into the ground. Yeah. Wow. Either someone really horrifying is de dead and buried here where it was fireball. Yeah. It really puts it into perspective how destructive it is when you see its impact on nature like this. Well, yeah. Not really? Oh, yeah. I, I kind of just think back to, uh, you know, on our street. Yeah. I mean, usually a fireball has a good reason. But Interesting fact, though. Why isn't anything else caught other than the perfect circle? Because it's uh, in the grass, right? Yeah, but the grass was alive when it hit. So the somebody grass was, wouldn't burn. Somebody was here and probably isn't anymore. You can make an investigation check. Yeah, I yeah. would love to do that. I'll let one of y'all do that. <laughs> oh, my God. 16... I trip and fall and face plant in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> they just having a day. <laughs> um, Vinley. Mm -hmm. um, as you're looking over, and you definitely see that they were where the position of this fireball went off was obviously near the back edge of the encampment where you would probably sleep at night. You see some boards left from looking over the area. You see some boards left from a burnt wagon, now long pillaged and dismantled, as well as a cairn of stones seemingly left as a grave marker for whatever happened here. You also find a small scorched leather pouch buried in the soot under some of the boards. You pick it up and open it and look inside. Inside <laughs> you find a small amount of amber-colored dust. Oh. Oh shh. Oh god. What? what? She hey, just... What'd you find? Uh look. What's that? Um, okay. Looks like someone pulled a vase and exploded. Is that harrow dust? Vase you exploded? Like Long story. Wait, harrow dust is out the city this far? I mean it became less prevalent in Waterdeep. It had to have gone somewhere. Oh, that's not good. That's oh, not no. good. Or maybe this is how they're getting rid of it? You don't want to get rid of something like this. You simply wish to find new supply routes for it. Could possibly mean that Daggerford is being used as a staging post of some kind. Not... Oh, they're going to be pissed when we roll up there. Assuming they know anything about us. We'll see. Well, we're also not staying in Daggerford, so if that's going to be a problem, we could we should just leave as soon as possible, right? Don't we have hmm. something we have to do in Daggerford? Can we make a perception check to make sure there's nobody around watching us? Uh, yeah, make a perception check. Boss mentioned we I have would... to get the sword, didn't he? If he did, he only said it to you. Oh, you didn't? I, I, I don't I think I mentioned that to anybody. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you did. I take uh, it back. 22. Yeah. 23. You were in open plains. 
you right. know for a fact that there is no one around watching you. Fair, just making sure. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I will yeah. reconstruct the scene for them. Be like, someone was in the tent here where they were sleeping, probably with a couple of other people. They were taking a wagon that was parked over there. They ingested harrow dust. One of them exploded, either killed themselves or someone else. He's buried there. Criminal presence has existed in the city before. It's not shocking that it's there again. Yeah, I just. Given what the harrow dust does to people, it concerns me that it's more widespread than we knew. We'll see soon enough. At this point, I kind of sidle over to Harold as we're both checking out the area, and I say, have you found anything out yet? Regarding? Regarding the little toy maker man. Oh. Uh... Not yet. I need to really sit down with him. I haven't had much of an opportunity to talk to him yet. Fair enough, considering what just happened to you. Yeah. If you can find the time before we hit the city, though. If you can't, or don't want to, tell no, me I'm, now. I'm on board. Alright. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll try. Thank you. But, mm-hmm. Should we ask any of the others in the caravan if they know about what happened? I mean... Vinley, I trust you. You've kind of figured out what happened here, but maybe they'll have heard about something because this looks like it happened a while ago, right? Mm, about a month ago. Might be good to at least warn them if if this dust is getting outside the city. You don't Fair want enough. anybody accidentally thinking this would be fun or interesting, right? Right. Fair enough. I'm not the right person to tell them, though. I can. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I'll come come with you. I come with. I would like to, as she is telling everyone this, judge their reactions to this news. Okay. Um, You kind of go up to each of the caravans, uh, of of the the wagons, and kind of talk to their their party. uh, And uh, what what do you say to, like, give a general, you know, say? Um, it, it looks like there was an incident here where someone used a, a chemical compound that causes unpredictable magics to occur. And it appears that they basically cast a fireball and blew the area up. We found evidence that they were using this chemical. Um, did you happen to see anyone here when you were passing by before? The general consensus you get from everybody is no. Uh, it's we haven't. A lot, most of them haven't been by here. Most of them have come like north to like down this down south. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever encounter someone who's trying to convince you to try something called harrow dust, it's like an amber powder. I, I'm there. I show it to them so that they all know exactly what it looks like. Cellarfin has heard about heard of it, being an Emerald Enclave member in Waterdeep. Yeah. Um, Fro immediately is like, "See, this is why you don't trust magic. Mag- magic is terrible. Magic. Look what magic does." That like starts going on that whole tangent. Um, it's drugs, not magic. Anything, even a weapon. <laughs> potato, in potato. Hands, even the even a weapon, a Fair sword, point. in the hands of someone with ill intent can be deadly and dangerous. It's not the item itself, it's the intent of the person using it. 
So, but regardless, that that's kind of like no one's other than Sellerfin, no one else is part of it. Um, but they all are like, yeah, Amber does, and drug, you know, drugs are bad. Like we're you know, <laughs> fair. Just say no, everybody. <laughs> and uh, no we'll go get back in the wagon. Actually, she's gonna ride Bernie for a little while. Okay. Oh, thank God I have leg room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel loved. Um, at some point, um, while that well, last conversation is going, um, Geta is going to come up to you, V. Hey. Hey, you know, I've seen many things in my day, but I have never seen what I assume is someone summoning spectral ancestor. They seem to fight as if they were still alive. As yeah. if they were learning to. What is it? What does it feel like to fight alongside them? Well, at first it was a little spooky. Um, but it's actually pretty cool and really comforting. It helps you feel like you know you're not fighting alone. Um, and it feels nice to have a, you know, visually see I am in fact still tied to my uh, ancestral name somehow, so. Can you feel them inside you, like, right now? Like, do you feel them? I, I know. No, I don't feel them. But I'm sure if I, uh, got mad, I would. Do you, <laughs> do, do you miss them? Yeah. I wish they could just hang out. But unfortunately, we're only violent. Something Sorry, it's an awkward question. I'm not really sure how to answer. Um, I'm a dwarf. We don't. We're not really known for our subtlety. That's okay. So, if you could ask them anything, what would it be? Oh my god. Um, I say that. Uh, sorry for being. In no, you're I, fine. Um, sorry, I just needed a second. I guess it would be. Um, if they could do anything differently, what would it be? From when they were still alive? I understand. Destrian's great-grandfather was a pretty famous battle rager in Mistral Hall. Ancestors are big on us dwarves. We, legends have us birthed from stone just as much as your brethren. There is one thing I know it's, Goliaths can prove useful allies, but never turn, turn to them in weakness. They are as hard and unforgiving as the mountain stone and can be as cold and pitless as it is bitter cold winds. Yeah. I think that's part of why I have such an identity crisis with it, because I just feel like those words don't describe me. But I hear if you approach them in strength, they may consider you worthy of an alliance. Living in harsh environments pushes themselves to thrive through extreme challenges of survival, which I have seen you do, but tonight before when I saw your ancestors coming out of you. 
A single mistake can spell ruin for a tribe, much like it can for a dwarven clan. Yeah, I just sometimes... I don't know. Well, I just, you know, think about how my ancestors imagined their lineage going and, like, maybe, you know, like... Some rich girl from the city isn't really what they had in mind. From what I understand, they have some of the tightest-knit families and bonds rooted in survival. And I would consider myself lucky to call one a friend and remorseful to find myself as their enemy. Thank you. Whether from the city or the wilds, you are Goliath through and through. In a way, I just feel like I need to like reclaim the wilds or something to prove myself worthy of even being part of this family. Then do it. I am. Rise to the challenge and show them that you can survive. Thanks. And she'll kind of give you a, a nod and uh, kind of stretch. Oh. Oh. But we should probably get on the move. It's okay. Been a, uh, huh. Quite the rest. Stop, if you will. Kind of motions to the burnt, charred remains of what re the rest stop was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she'll head back towards Destrian's uh, wagon. <clears throat> all right. And uh, as you're all traveling down, um, the moods have brightened up a little bit. You know, meeting with the the caravan and you know being reassured that you're all there uh, to help them. Um, Fabian looks to you, Harold, as you're riding in the carriage with V and uh, Grolfo and Doran. No, no, they're in Bilver and oh, Doran's right. thing. So this would be at the next stop. Like okay, sure. Because the yeah. horses need to, because it's so <clears throat> hot and there's almost no clouds in the sky. The sun is sweltering, so the next stop you guys come across, just kind of to take a break, get the horses some some water. Uh, Fabian will right. Sorry. <clears throat> so I see you play the accordion. Um, new instrument, I've heard. Uh, maybe only ten years old at most. Not very popular. Hey. I would I would know if it was. It would be in our catalog. <laughs> I'm curious. What made you choose such an instrument? Where did you find one that plays without uh, bellows? Oh, well, uh, it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, the original reason I took it was on a bet uh, with a friend of, a former friend of mine uh, who bet that I wouldn't be capable of playing that in any sort of, uh, we, we everybody sort of agreed that when the, when the instrument was first like hitting the market and was becoming something you could actually go out there and buy that it was kind of a, a, a joke and that nobody could really go in, out and, and consider themselves a true musician playing it and something about that challenge just really spoke to me you know like oh nobody can tell me no and so I immediately went out and bought the first one I could find and it was 
fantastic, really custom made. The guy was very proud of it. And I was the first one to buy one. And I was real excited to get in there and show him. And I was terrible. I was terrible for an entire year with that thing. It was awesome. I was just driving everyone insane. Everybody wanted to strangle me all the time. And it was, uh, I definitely had a lot of uh, ups and downs there. Uh, yeah. That I have was... no idea what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this one, and I'm going to pull it out. Um, I'm trying to remember out of play. This is how long we've been playing this game. How did I come across this? What, what was it? I can't remember. You play. You played for uh, a snooty, right? Music maker who is exactly how you know describing it. Like nobody can play this instrument, and he was like very fond of piano, and yeah. it was like an insult to pianists and all that. And then you played the hardest musical, uh, you know, piece. And played a natural 20 and so that's like, correct i remember now thank you so much yeah and i will i will describe that story to him and, and kind of be like you know at, at that point that's the magnum opus right at that point i had proven to myself and to this guy this this true musician somebody who knew everything there was to know about music that the accordion was right there where it belonged right along with everything else and this was a, a gift and uh, I, I treasure it. It's definitely my most uh, the most incredible musical instrument I've ever laid eyes on, and it's perfect in every way. I love it. Can it play any type of music? Well, I think that I can play any type of music you'd like. Have I'm you especially ever... I'm especially good at polka, though. I'll say that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the song called "The Warlock King"? Have I? You can make, make a history check. Sure. <laughs> and other people are around during this moment. Just so sure, know. yeah. 18. I rolled a 16 on this. <clears throat> there is a famous cursed ballad created by three minstrels over 200 years ago who mysteriously disappeared after finishing it. It is said they only ever fully played it for an audience once, and the curse of the ballad is said to claim the lives of any who dare play it. But you don't know much more than a line or two from the refrain. Why would you guys do this to me? I will turn to him and say, why did you want to hear it? And I, I mean... I can play it for you if you wanted. I mean, I, 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 I thought after the last time I played it, that whole city being, well, I'm sure you don't want to hear the story. I'm sure you want to get right to it. And I'm going to play those few lines I know. Before you go to play it, like as you go to like unclip and open it up, Destrian comes up. Are you mad? Don't even utter that song's name. We get attacked in the night by bloodthirsty creatures and you think it's fun and games to possibly invite more ruin upon us? What is wrong with you? We told ghost stories and then got attacked by vampires. Do you think those are related too? I don't believe in the curse. I was curious to hear it. And you're a fool. I'm a patient man, but you can take that nonsense to, to fuck around and find out on your own time. Not mine. And Destrian storms off. Okay. Hey, no worries. I only knew a couple lines anyway. I wonder if you can remove the curse on a song. You know, I don't want to find out. Let me go ahead and say, when it comes to curses, I'm like the master. I found a drum that was cursed. Like the whole knife situation when I first found it, we thought that was a curse. Listen, I've had my fill. 
we don't need another one here. But I can be sure to play you another song if you'd like. And uh, he requests something that's uh, yeah, fairly popular throughout uh, the Sword Coast. And I'll play it for everybody. Um, and if I get a moment, I would like to take a quick second with Bilver. Of course. Because I, I, I do owe, I do owe my boy <laughs> uh, an insight check here, at least. So um, this will probably be on the trip because we are actually in the same cart at this point, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, we moved around so you could sit yeah, there. You and V yeah. are in yeah. it. So yeah, Harold and V are in it as well. Yeah, and this won't take long or anything. I'm just going to turn to him and be like, so Bilver, you're a... You see he's carving, like working on uh, a wooden carving that he is kind of fiddling, making a, in the midst of making a toy. You're a toy maker, right? That I am. And how long have you been doing that? Oh. As much as I can. As long as I can. As, as far as I can remember, I started playing with toys as a... I am and um I you know as I just love making toys I love being bringing joy to children's faces and so you kind of got started you know maybe like it was like your were your parents toy makers um my father was a woodworker that you see it's just kind of naturally father. progression. Like, oh, your father's a, you know, a woodworker and you just kind of like- My mother was a potter. Oh, okay. Perfect. So yeah, like the perfect blend of like, you know, creative creative parents kind of leading to you like, okay, I want to make some toys. And you start like, I imagine you made some toys for yourself growing up, that sort of thing. I did. I was always opening and, and just making anything. I would take my mother's clay, my father's, you know, wood, and I would just take it and just like whittle away making what I could, and I found that I really enjoyed it. And But the thing that really got me early on was the, the smiles of my friends when I would make them something that, especially something that moved and wheeled and, you know, uh, us gnomes, even from an earlier gnomes, especially us rock gnomes, we are always tinkering with something, always making something. We're very good with our hands and I just, instead of making, uh, you know, um, a, a wrist pocket watch or whatnot, I, I made a jack-in-the-box. Interesting. Um, I, I mean, is there a lot of money in that sort of thing? Don't do it for the money. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just curious. It's just a curiosity. But and if that's too much to ask, you, you can totally tell me, hey, Harold, you're out of line, man, and that's fine. As long as I can make enough to keep my shop open, to keep the children happy, that's that's all that matters. As long as I have a roof over my head. Okay, I think, this is, I think this is the perfect thing to insight. I think that this was what I was waiting for him kind of explaining, here's my whole arc and me being like, okay, is that real? 15? Genuinely excited at the possibility of what is to come. Mm, what a I, oddly specific wording. Oh. Mm. 
<laughs> Jeez, I feel like, oh, God. Uh, Harold kind of, well, he knows that he's being genuinely excited. And, and it's about what's coming up. So Harold's going to be like, so when you get there, what's, what's the plan? Well, firstly, I've got to find a place to open up shop. Um, I've been, you know, making any kind of motions to all of the toys hanging in, in his car. And these are intricate toys. This isn't something, this guy clearly can't be faking making the toys. We see him doing it. They're really, really nice. The toys thing is 100% genuine. Harold can tell. Correct. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully that I can then bring smiles to farmers, but also, you know, the, to children who don't have anything. That, that, that toy can become everything for them. I, I, An escape, if you will. I genuinely know exactly what you're talking about. I... My mother was a potter and my, my father was a carpenter, but I lost them when I was fairly young. And I know what to, I know what it's like to not have family. And sometimes your toys are your family. As he kind of motions and looks towards his creations. Harold nods. And last night was an, an awakening. I I saw myself not being able to bring joy ever again. I have a second life and why waste it on anything but what truly matters? He nods and, oh man, Harold buys it. I think Harold buys it. I think Harold's being, I think Harold thinks he's being genuine. Harold was biased into thinking he was being genuine in the first place. So I think that Harold's going to nod. I don't think, mm, I can't make another insight check. That 15 kind of covers the whole gamut of what we, yeah. So I just get the feeling like he's being genuine in that whatever's coming up, he's excited about it, regardless of whether it's what he's saying or not. Um, all right. Harold will kind of smirk and nod to him and say, all right, man. Well, Hey, if you ever need any help, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, uh, of course. I mean, I, I know you're going to be in Daggerford, but if you're ever passing by and hopefully uh, by that point, I'll have Bilbo's toy shop. I'm looking forward to it. And I will give him one of my paper birds and be like, if you need something, just let me know. Fascinating. And he just kind of looks it over. And I'll explain how it works to him. And yeah. Magic. I love it. As he just kind of like takes it and puts it, puts it up in his pocket. And Harold will sit back in his chair and kind of smirk to be and like go back to like they'll go back to playing like cards or whatever while they're hanging out. And then but he you know, he at the back of his mind there is like this inkling like I, I just didn't get a good read on that guy, did I? And that that'll uh... be and while you're writing most of the day, you see him working on uh, like pieces of something. It's never like 
fully put together. It's more so just like segmented pieces. It looks to be something that's going to be very intricate. You see him uh, shaving down um, ironwood, which he now recognizes the same handle uh, type of wood that's on the handle of your dagger. Um, carves it really thin and then rolls it on a dowel to create a, uh, a spring winding like a tension um, like a, you would in a, a watch and you see him create all of these other things and as he starts to put it together you see him, the last thing he carves looks to be like a, a dragon's head and he, you see him start to put uh, uh, gold leafing over all of these individual parts. You uh, you work on us in there, bud? I am. I'm gonna look over to V and kind of nudge her, and then like look back over at the Bilver and be like, "What are you uh, making something to defend yourself?" Huh. No, <laughs> not 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 at all. I'm making a thing. Just a thing. No, I think I think it was a thank you. Is that what you said? He said a thank you. Yes. Okay. Well, what? What for? What for? Who? What is it? I'd rather not. You know what? Yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. None of my business. I apologize. I'm just a little. Let's just say I've had a lot of weird run-ins, and I'm very, very nosy these days, and I apologize. And Harold will kind of like sit back and sweat is beating on his forehead as he's like, thank you, what does that mean? <laughs> v leans over to Harold and whispers, how do you make a thank you? Well, it'd be like if, you know, if I like made a card or like a, a, a like a cake or like a... look like a card or a cake. Well, he's a toy maker. He's making toys. Right. That one, I don't hey. know, man. Wait, do you have any fours? N no, go fish. <laughs> okay. But other than that, is anybody doing anything throughout the day? Any conversations before you reach? I am enjoying my vast open space for my legs to stretch out <laughs> in the well, back. Talk with Okira about something. Okay. Yeah, Orkira hasn't fallen asleep since we got back into the cart. She's been very slowly taking the uh, backpack straps off of the haversack that she got and reattaching them so that they are a, a belt on so that she can, because the backpack won't fit, but she'll have it now like her satchel over on her side. So she's she's been just very slowly and kind of methodically doing that. Okay. Uh, if you allow, Demay will help. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could definitely, uh, yeah, if you don't mind. And she'll hand over whatever Demay wants to help with, because Rakira is just using, like, a claw to pop stitches and mm -hmm. is just being super careful and slow. Yeah. Your uh, commune with the Phoenix allows you to produce amazing miracles. Oh, it's a conversation. I, I guess you can call it a miracle. But, you know, they only know so much. As the effects on it are quite draining on you, yes. Oh, that's not so bad. That's that's um. Is is Demay close enough that she can hear this conversation? Or oh like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you're, it, there's 
It's like being all in the same car. Yeah. Uh, then you'll see Orkira just looks uncomfortable for a second and say, that's, I like talking and, to the Phoenix. That's actually not so bad. Now the, the, the draining stuff is just from the, the um, bringing everybody back from the dead. Bad. I, I actually, I wanted to tell you something as Demay speaks up. I want to thank you for what you did. And I'm working on creating a dish inspired by you and the Phoenix. Okay. I know I mean, it's not much, but it's the best way I know how to pay my respects to the person who saved my life so that I can return home to my family. That's really nice of you, and, and I, I really appreciate it, but you, you don't have to do that. Like, the reason I'm here is to help, and if it wasn't for my friends, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So <laughs> it's it's not it's not me. And Voss, you probably pick up that Orkira is feeling incredibly uncomfortable right now. I <laughs> do. <laughs> I do, but there's something Voss wants to ask, so he's not making any... Demay yeah, sure just kind of like reaches over and squeezes your hand. Bless your heart. I'm a halfling, and food is our love language. I mean... <laughs> Food is good, yeah. I, I'm not what is your argue. favorite? What, what's your favorite food? Oh, marshmallows! And she immediately produces the bag of marshmallows. Just like, did you want one? There's, there's kind of stale. Marshmallows. Okay. I'll have to make a roasted, roasted marshmallow dish. Yeah, and you can see like her mind's working and she immediately pulls out a, a notepad and just starts like scribbling stuff down and she's like kind of lost in her own train of thought now as Orkira's and... held out the bag and as she is just immediately gone into this uh, dish making Orkira will slowly retract the bag uh, a hand reaches out and uh, as she's writing notes grabs it and then tastes it and you've seen Javier do this and it is basically she's tasting the food to see what could pair with it. <laughs> what pairs with sugar? Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla and sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want any more, just let me know. Pork and marshmallow pair well. Mm. Believe it or not. And, and, and you kind of you kind of hear uh, and she's like, "S'more Kira's," and kind of is like kind of just keeps going and like just is like thinking I am writing ideas say stuff like that. As soon as I feel that she is distracted enough that she's not intently listening to the conversation, mm. Boss turns to you and says, how many times can you do that? The marshmallows? I mean, it just continually makes... No. An, oh. Resurrection. Um, I don't know. I'm... I mean, there's only so many times that I can do that a day because it still takes energy. Um... How many before you're spent? And can it kill you? I mean, probably. I don't know. Um, one second. Lauren's counting. Two, three, four, three, six. So if I get to people quick enough, I can do that seven times. But that's a lot of people, and I have to get to them really fast. What's the most you've ever pushed yourself? Uh, that was yesterday. Mm. 
that many. Yeah. Was that? that was five, four, four. So that was two people. Mm. But then I w- I'm still kind of recovering from uh, a couple days ago. Remember that? Right, right. Yeah. So like, if I don't get to them immediately and I have to do a bigger spell, then it's a lot more taxing. So you're technically at three right now. Close to seven would be the most you could do. Yeah, like in a row. Yeah, but I that would be. And you, you see, she considers this, and looks really worried. But it's not about her. It's the idea of having to revivify that many people. Like what kind of situation we would be in. It's very clear that that bothers her more than the idea of being like uh, unable to do anything. You've been around on the road quite often or in places seemingly away from large cities for long periods of time, yes? Yeah, I mean, I spend most of my time on the road. Every time we think that we've got a place to settle down, I get sent somewhere else. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of why I'm glad that I got this because I literally just carry everything with me. I'm not saying this to make you uncomfortable, but in past situations we've had, there have been many innocent casualties. So I am asking you now, as we are, not to martyr yourself if you're ever in that situation. It's not... I feel... And maybe I'm wrong. And you can correct me if I am. I feel you would push yourself beyond the brink of death to bring people back. Am I correct? I don't think you're wrong, but... I know you can't save everybody. And... I knew I could do stuff last night because I could. Even with all of the power that the Phoenix gives me, there's still a lot I can't do. And if any of those people had been hurt in more destructive ways, even I couldn't have done anything. But I I, I, I get what you're saying. My priorities are going to be all of you because keeping all of you alive will help everybody that's that's what i do is i help people who can help other people i can't bring everybody back from the dead that's not my job but if we're ever in a situation and where i can i'm gonna try i can't i can't stop myself but i can't promise you that i can promise you that i will be careful but i can't promise you that i won't try i guess that's all i can ask then And she kind of rubs at her shoulder a little bit and says, It's hard when you suddenly don't have an excuse anymore, right? Like, the diamonds are kind of an excuse, if I'm honest. And now I don't have that anymore. I've never known what that's been like. It's an honor. But it's hard. But you you do the same thing in different ways, right? Like we've had that conversation about how you have to make decisions and sometimes 
you can't save everybody and you can't do the best thing. And so what happens mm. when you have to make the right decision? And sometimes it hurts you, but you do what you can. Out of everyone here, I know the least about you. So I apologize if my questions are invasive, but I need to know. Nah, it's all fine. I don't, I don't think I have any secrets. And anyway, uh, it's more fun to talk to you, even if it's invasive questions, than it is to sit here and be tired, you know? Fair enough. I thought about getting that potion for you that would give you a full night's rest until it was 2,500 gold. Yeah, that was a lot. I mean, I haven't had this much gold ever, and that still seemed like a lot. That's, yeah. With any luck, we may find ourselves having access to things like that in the future. I think that'd be really neat, but stuff like what I do, it's worth the price, right? I suppose. If you could bring people back, would you? Is there anybody that you want brought back? Oh. If that ever changes, let me know. Death has always been very final for me. It's only recently that this has changed. Well, death is final for a lot of people. That's not a bad thing. I mean, death isn't a bad thing. Death is a bad thing, but it's not like a bad, bad thing. You just go do other things. And she'll kind of look around and realize, oh yeah, Vinley is kind of far away and say, that's why I don't like undead because once you make something undead, then you can't bring them back. And it's like closing a door, you know? I don't like undead either. Yeah. But I don't like magic in general. But undeath, it's always rubbed me the wrong way. It's only because it's Vinley that I tolerate this. I mean, same, totally the same. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's, you know, that's why. slavish. Well, at that point, it's just, it's just a body. It's kind of the, the same thing, like, I don't care much about the body. Well, who cares? But the fact that when you do that, you stop a soul from coming back. And that's... Do you? Yeah, if you make something undead, I can't, I can't bring you back if you're undead. Huh. It's one of the ways to stop what I do. And it sucks. And it sucks when it happens because it's 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 a path that's closed. And my I feel like a lot of my purpose here is to keep paths open, right? Give options. Like all the people, it wasn't that I brought people back to life, it's I gave them a, a choice they might not have had. If it makes you feel any better, all of the bodies she's used have been people who are not worth giving a second chance to. In a weird way, yeah, I guess that kind of does. I don't know if that makes me, I don't know if that's a good thing. 
I don't like admitting that, but it's true. She's never done it to anyone that I would consider worth keeping around. Most of the time, it's been people who've threatened our lives directly. Those are the people that are usually burned to ash. Fair on that. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry if I said anything that made you uncomfortable, but I wanted to know the upper limits of what you were capable of. No, I, I think that's fair to know. I mean, I haven't actually really thought about how difficult it could be until last night. I was more just excited that the the that the phoenix wasn't going to make me go hunt down diamonds for the rest of my life in order to save my friends. Hmm. One other thing. When we get to Daggerford at nightfall, I may need your help with an experiment. Oh, you said yeah. you can cast sunlight during the night, correct? Yeah. Um, I'll have to do it tomorrow morning, though. I, I don't usually That's have fine. that spell prepared, but I can, I'll prepare it for you if you want yeah if you wouldn't mind at night um i have this intense magical item that vinley gave me oh okay apparently it's some sort of fetish or voodoo item that brings a goblin back to life that protects your mental state of yourself and those around you oh wow i've never heard of anything like that i haven't either but my knowledge of magic is extremely limited but the thing is it the I guess process to bring it back is extremely precise. The sun and the moon have to shine on it simultaneously, which is a odd thing to put into a, any kind of magical item. But maybe you need that for the more powerful it is, the stranger the ritual it is to create it. But with your spell placed at night on a clear night, we may be able to set the conditions. Okay. I mean, I know of ways to bring people back who have been dead for a really, really long time. They don't usually involve all of that, but this I'm is still a, learning. This is actually a good sense. If this is some kind of slavish necromancy, I want this thing freed. <laughs> well, uh, I will not participate in any kind of slavish necromancy, but just so you know, when you I've, leave people from the dead, that's actually necromancy. I don't even know if this qualifies. It's some weird sort of, she didn't really explain it well. Can she I see the hand? Uh, certainly. And I pull out the goblin hand and I hand it to her. <laughs> this is why you don't lie, Venley. And Orkira will honestly look at this hand. She knows that this is not a component in any kind of resurrection spell. Can I... I'll, I'll ask the question. Is there anything I can tell from this hand? Make a nature check. Oh, this is going to be fun. I just wanted him to have a trinket. <laughs> and I'm going to die now. This is, I got a six. It's Maybe a not. mummified goblin hand or mummified hand of some creature that's about, you know, the size of a goblin. Other than that, you don't know anything. Can't determine anything special about it. This is kind of creepy. Yes. All right. I, my forays into this world are dim at best, but we constantly fight things that attack our minds. And she got this for me, I think, at no small cost to herself. Oh. So I'd like to utilize it to the best of its abilities. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, I, I gotta, I gotta sleep, and she'll hand the hand back. Okay, I take I, it. I, I gotta I sleep. 
Um, but I'll prepare the spell t uh, for tomorrow. And so tomorrow night, um, does it have to be, how many moons are on this planet? I keep forgetting. And she'll just look around like she can see the moons. Please how be many more moons than are one. here? Please be more than one. How many moons are on Faerun? I mean, Lauren knows, but- It's just one. Yeah, it's yeah. one, but uh, it, during, a long, long time ago, it was struck, and there's like this section of the moon that is pulled away, and there's uh -huh. these asteroids that fall from it. It's called yeah. the tears. I can yeah. work with that. I can work with that. Thank you. Okay. How, how many moons are on this plane? Um, one, I believe. Okay. Is it going to be is tomorrow night a good night to do this? Uh, possibly. Um, without the proper equipment, I can't exactly tell what the weather is going to be the next day. Oh, it has to be a clear night. Maybe I moonlight and sunlight seem to be the precursors for this. It's okay. probably worth noting that we just had the new moon one night ago. Okay, well, I'll I'll have the spell prepared, and the next time it's a clear night, well, what else do you need? Just that, the ability to produce sun and moon at the same time. If okay. the abilities of this are limited, I need to know when and how we can invoke this. That okay. way, if we're ever in a pinch, we can use it immediately. Uh, well, if I've got it prepared, I'm going to pull this up now, because Orkira would know. Uh, oh my god. I love this so much. No, this is no, everything. No, it spells. It's a fifth level spell. I know. I know that that's so very. Just strange. had to bring it up to Akira that Dawn. There it, it is. Gonna resurrect something. Again, this is why we don't lie. Okay, this is so, exactly why we lie. This is exactly why lies happen. Okay, so <laughs> when I when I cast it, um, I it it's super quick. And then I can make it happen for a minute. And then it's it's literally like I just bring down a whole bunch of sun on top mm. of a spot. I've never really used it before because as I said, usually when I want to call on sunlight, uh, it's undead. And then I I have other things to deal with undead, but- We'll get you uh, tomorrow night, if we can find a spooky spot, we'll get Vinley and yourself to bring it in and see how this all pans out. I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then if it works, we'll have to come up with like a system for when you need the goblin hand to, is it the hand protects our- The hand creates a goblin that oh. comes out and like a living being protects our minds somehow. Oh, okay. You said something like that. Yeah. Something That's like exactly that, yeah. what I said. Yeah. Why did so I say that? <laughs> so we're not actually resurrecting a goblin. We're just like calling a goblin spirit? Feels something like that. I don't know how necromancy or resurrection in this case works. We can probably ask it for the period of time that we have it. Yeah, we should definitely find out if this is like a because yeah, I would really like to know if, yeah. if it's bound, if it's painful in any way. I know she didn't get, she wouldn't know, she didn't say uh, specifically that, so I don't blame her for that. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do all of that, and then. I mean, if it's bound or it's painful or something, then I can definitely help, like, uh, free it. I so, would appreciate that, yes. Yeah, thanks for, for telling me about this. Well, we'll uh, but if it's happy and it does the thing that you talked about, then we should come up with, like, I, a, a, a word that you use. It's like, you know, in the middle of battle that you need you need me to cast time. a light on the goblin hand, and then we can just, I can save goblin everybody's time. minds. It'd be great. Goblin time. Goblin time is goblin the phrase. Time. Okay, goblin yeah. time. 
I mean, how often are we going to say goblin time? That's we won't say go we're saying it a lot right now, but oh, in yeah, the future we won't say much. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I like Excellent. This Excellent. I'm so happy right now. Oh <laughs> my god! And, um, and with right. renewed purpose, Orkira goes back to sewing up her bag. Like, all right, oh, no. I'm gonna See? help out Voss on an important thing. Mm -hmm. See, I'm bringing people together and providing a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucked. <laughs> I am <laughs> fucked. Oh, when that radiant damage me. hits that goblin hand, it's gonna be fun. Okay. And so. Lance's so disappointed. All right. Anyway, sorry. Just wait. <laughs> Just oh, wait for it. Because I can't go back and tell the truth now. I have to keep lying. <laughs> I can't just not. Just watch yeah. our deeply disturbing, like mind-warping D&D campaign become a sitcom as we try to <laughs> hold the corpse hand of a goblin to the story you've made. You say that like D&D can't be both of those things at the same time. <laughs> That's the beauty of the game. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, we game. continue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It is, right. it is another long, hot day beneath the Elysian sun. The only reprieve is the occasional gentle breeze that drifts over the tall golden grains and the green grass. Orkira and Seisha, you notice the sun getting dangerously low for there to be enough time to make camp before it gets too dark. Seisha, your keen mind tells you the group has already been traveling for 13 hours as opposed to the 12 you've done the previous two days. A slight concern washes over both of you knowing that you were supposed to reach Daggerford today. But beyond a few more scatterings of farmland, you don't see any signs of Daggerford. What do you do? I'm gonna, I, I ride over to uh, the cart that uh, Voss and Orkira are in. I'm and you'll, gonna... you'll see me rubbernecking a bit like, I'm going to ride out to one of those farms and see how far it is to Daggerford real quick. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering. I'm yeah. Sure I had to go myself. Here, real quick, could you see it from the sky? If we're within a few miles of it, we should be able to see it. Or you should. Yeah, I'll, I'll go take a look. If you wouldn't mind real quick. Yeah, uh, Seisha, keep an eye on me and I'll take a flight up. Froze, it's, oh. it's, it's unnecessary. We're doing okay on time, but because of all the stops, it would be dark. It will be dark when we arrive. It's probably best if we push through though, because we'll be under the watch of the town's guard and at the caravan grounds. And those staying in Daggerford can possibly find a real bed for the night. All right. How much further is it until we reach the city? Uh, a couple of hours. So we're going to have to travel it at night. Probably. Okay. We're more prepared for this than we were last time. If it. it comes to that. Fro looks back to demands is no dinner for tonight. So we all stick to our rations. Wait, Suits me. wait, give me just a minute. And Seisha rides over to the uh, middle wagon and hold on, hold on. That's where you were. You were at it's, the middle yes, wagon. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought they were in the last one. No, no we're with Favrian Fro and oh, Demay okay. in the middle Sorry. one. So yeah, we're, um, we're with Demay. the last wagon then and pulls out the sack. Okay. And reaches in and begins pulling out a feast. Go ahead and roll on that table. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. I should Ooh, pull out beans. 
that Vinley is praying right no, now? No, it is not a bag of beans. It is a bag of bounty. <laughs> oh, about... wait, now I'm about a 19. Plus I get to add my proficiency because I'm proficient in cooking tools. So that's a 23. Y'all are eating like kings. Bag, ba- mm. bag of bean tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I also believe it's a charisma check. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. So I add charisma to it too? Yeah, it's a charisma check. And if you are proficient with cook's tools, you get to add your proficiency bonus on top. That's a 26, my darlings. Yeah. yeah. It is an aristocratic uh, meal. It is quite tasty. Yeah. So you. Um... We'll just eat on the go. And she'll yeah. take some with her and get back on Bernie. And um, I'm going to ride ahead of the group. Okay. Um, so I can kind of scope out the road ahead of them. Does Bernie actually shed light? Yep. It's the faintest, faintest. Oh, yeah. okay. But about a foot. vision. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will say uh, just you know, um, Demay does not seem to like this aristocratic meal. Um, <laughs> it is more so in the sense of not feeling insulted, but more so like. Uh, it's overworked. It doesn't have any soul in it. It's all these small portions. <laughs> it's, <you know. laughs> it's not made with love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Uh, but as night falls, you start to see clouds gather, cutting through the rainbow of colors painted in the night, in the sky from the dying light. And about an hour after the sun goes down, Orkira, Seisha, and Vinley you see the lightest chimney smoke rising through the faintest light on the horizon, about three miles away. It isn't long before you start to see the tall protective walls of the town built upon hills leveled into small plateaus, all surrounded by a deep trenched moat. As you approach, you pass a pack of wolves hiding in the shadows of grass to the east seen by the reflection cast by their eyes before they are spooked by your presence and disappear into the field. Multiple 30-foot-tall stone towers crown the 20-foot-tall wall firmly set in the local bedrock. Soft firelight moves from sconces and torches being wielded by those posting watch guard warding the town. The main body of caravan pulls to the opposite side of the road where you can see a a single other carriage parked at a rest stop, signified by an old wooden sign that reads, Caravan Grounds Dagger, nestled at the base of a large hill. What catches you off guard, then, is the sweet, acrid fetter of decay that seems to surround the area. And once nestled, the caravan starts to unpack and reorganize before meeting the two other travelers together, currently enjoying supper. They look to be uh, an old cord wainer. Actually, no. Really? Cord wainer. All right. And young half-elven cobbler with a cart full of leather and shoes. Is anyone else? (laughs) (laughs) Smell. Yeah, you said there was an acrid smell in the air? Decay. What smell? I don't smell anything. You smell that? Oh, it's Uh, awful. <laughs> smells hear, nasty. Yeah, you you kind of hear one of the 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 older man at around the campfire just kind of mm-hmm. 
tannery. Got some of this leather from there to make some boots to sell. Best oh. tannery I found, the trees away, mm-hmm, 500 miles. Come the morn, we'll be headed back south, but for the night, we sleep under the stench of the tannery's odor. Uh, perhaps, Absolutely on account of the urine, brine, and fecal pressing used to tan the hides, that on top of the smell of decay from the rotting leftover flesh scraped from the leather, and you're guaranteed to have a pungent perfume. Ah, yes, the stench I know all too well, mixed with the salt brine and fish guts of the dock ward. How pleasant, you hear Cellarfane uh, say, as he begins to kind of set up camp with uh, his caravan as uh, Geta and um, a Destrian start unpacking and setting up, and uh, so does Favian and Fro. Um, but uh, Bilverve kind of stops um, over and, and kind of comes up to them. Uh, you gentlemen wouldn't happen to know uh, any good place to stay in Daggerford? I'm looking to open a shop, and I'd like to find a nice bed to call home for the evening. Ah, uh, yes. Um, if you're looking uh, for a permanent stay, I'd suggest <laughs> looking into the Silver Flood Inn. An extended stay inn, in an apartment, that is. Now, anyone who's not proper enough to own houses lives there. If you're looking to waste coin, and a lot of it, for decent service, I'd say the River's Shining Tavern, oldest standing common building in Daggerford. No offense, but from the looks of it, probably outside the price range of most of you. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. I did say most. Eyes fell to the caravan members and not you. Oh, okay. Oh no! Th- but I thought I she have... was looking at like my beat up armor and all that. <laughs> that too. Or Kira yeah. just nodding because she <laughs> yeah. is I've used grown... to not having any coin. I've grown to like everyone that we've been traveling with, so this person <laughs> can eat a fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> I would not suggest the Happy Cow Tavern. The hard cheese halflings that run it don't favor outsiders or travelers, so you'll get rude prices and even worse service. If there's still a room left, I'd suggest Lady Luck's Tavern. Very popular place on account as it caters to soldiers of Daggerford and the adventurers that pass through. And you see him kind of look over all of you. Um, and uh, Bilber, oh, thank you, good sir. Good luck with your boot business. For the rest of you, it has been fun traveling. If anyone wants to join, Doran and I are heading in to find respite. Um, Actually, and, I need to- uh, I need but, to ask you about something. Um, I, I wanted to commission something. Um, when we're coming back through Daggerford, I, I could pick it up from you if you're willing to take the commission. Are you not going into Daggerford with me? Well, yes, but I didn't know if we were going to be staying at the same place. Well, that's fine. But of course, what what is it that you want? I wanted to get um, three toys made. I, I need one, um, oh. or actually all three, um, three little goats, two that are about the same size and one slightly smaller. Anything particular about them, or just goats? Just goats. I can definitely do that. Thank you. Pull out a little pad, write it down, put it back in. I find Uh, Harold at this point in time. You can see him looking, like, as he's talking to you, his eyes are drifting to Orkira. As he's like, Kit, Um, make sure I'll get that done. I gotta go over there. And she wanders over to V. Or Kira would be standing there actually looking for Fro. So if he's looking for me, he's going to find her just like rubbernecking looking for Fro because she wants to talk to her before she leaves. Uh, do, do you have a moment? Yeah, what you need? 
I wanted to give you something. Okay. And he'll kind of pull, kind of reach in and pull out a wooden mechanical automata toy that is segmented, that has uh, uh, that has segmented winged and tailed gold leaf dragonborn. When you rotate the crank handle on the box, it hovers over it, making it looks like it's flying. And every fifth rotation, a lever switch causes the dragon to transform into a phoenix and then back again. The phoenix is made from charred wood. You showed them how to make the day before. I, I, I know it's not it. much, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Thank you. This is beautiful. Thank you. Do I gotta do anything to like take care of it? Do I have to? I I, I don't know if I've ever owned anything like this before. Is like oil Just it or something? Don't. No, no, no. It, it should last fine. That's that's the great thing about wood. It doesn't need to be oiled. But just enjoy it. Well, thank you. I, I'm. Listen, I just, I just helped. Uh, I opened a door so you can come back, so you can make a lot of kids happy, okay? And he'll, like, just hug your leg. And she'll, she's constantly surprised when all these people hug her, but then she'll hug back and say, and, and when we're coming back on through, I'll, I'll come check on your toy shop. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be great. As Absolutely. This, as this is happening. Um... I go and find Harold. As I am a great distraction. <laughs> yes, you are. And look over at Bilver and I just say, thoughts. Hard to read. He's genuinely excited about the future and the only thing he ever talks about are toys and making people happy, especially like kids. I'd... My gut instinct says that everything's fine, man. But I can't say for certain. I, I can't. I can't say I got a Seisha level read on him or an Arkira level read on him. I'd say I'd, I'd give it like a like a me read because that's the read I gave it. A, a, a decent, at best. Good enough. Yeah, good enough read. All right. I don't think I, if he if this is his cover. He's put a lot of work into this cover. A lot. An enormous amount. More than any person would for a cover that's not going to make them a whole lot of scratch. Anyone. I just don't think if I was trying to do something nefarious, I don't think I'd make handmade toys my cover. I'd be like a balloonist or something. I don't know. Something simple really easy that you don't have to like put tons of effort into this guy's literally carving things by hand and it's just one of those things where you... <laughs> I can see motherfuckers yeah balloonist is the boss is the one person who's not going to make mention of the balloonist comment you just made. <laughs> I mean I could make a uh, uh, uh I'm just saying there's a million different things this guy could have done instead of handmade toy maker if he was trying to do something bad. This is it just seems so genuine. 
It could just be a coincidence, man. I'll go by your instinct. I am going to head into town with him, though. It's been a long time since I've been here. Well, you'll have to show me the sights. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right. And uh, I guess we'll head in. Or Kira wants to talk to Fro before we Yeah, leave. I wanted to talk to her, too. <laughs> Fro's going to line. Yeah, so I'll finish hugging Bilver and uh, bundle up the the toy into my haversack mm -hmm. so that it's safe. And then uh, meet up with Seisha. Unless, Seisha, did you want to talk to Fro uh, by no, yourself? you go ahead. You go ahead. Seisha. I, I, I'm not... I don't need to be by myself either. I just want to say goodbye. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Come on. Seisha, before you make it to Fro, you actually are greeted by two other people. A Destrian comes up to you. I noticed you didn't have any ranged weapons. So, and I know how frustrating it can be sometimes when not able to get to a target. And you see him glance over at Geta with a smile. Hopefully, these will be of use. Thank you for saving my life. And he hands you a heavy crossbow and a quiver of bolts. Oh, oh, I, I appreciate this, but I, I didn't save you. Or Kira saved you. I saved the halfling. Uh, you she was the first one to die and I resurrected her and then Cellophane. Whoopsies. You did get cellophane. And I got her because she was the first one to die. I, think I did her grabbed... while you did the uh, turn undead. No, I think you grabbed Demay. Mm -mm. I resurrected her, her and then handed her off and told them to heal her and then ran for cellophane. Well, I'm positive because it was the first person she ever brought back from death. Huh. I know cellophane you got. Yes, I, I got her first. That was the first person she ever resurrected. But I thought you also, okay. Mm -mm. Uh, there were so many resurrections going off. Everybody was <laughs> right? Fire, rapid right? fire. Yeah. I'm actually having a moment where I'm like, I know Diamonds I got Silver, but exploding, was... souls were flying. I'm trying yeah. to remember. Oh, who regardless, there's a lot of lives being saved. He gives yeah. you a heavy crossbow. Okay. We, yeah. we, we got our D names mixed up. It happens all the time. Trust yeah. us, we know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, we much. can, we can. We'll figure something no, out. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm taking it yeah. totally in game. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you. It's very kind of you. And yeah, it really is frustrating when you can't reach something. I'm glad you're back though. It's nice seeing people happy together. And he'll kind of head off and just kind of smile and make his way back to camp to hit to setting up his camp. Um, and as you move to head towards Fro, Cellarfin comes to you. <laughs> and he holds out something and hands it to you. And it is a token of an oak leaf with the stag head engraved in it. If you ever meet another Emerald Enclave member, show them this token and they will know you are an ally and will offer you aid. Thank, Thank you. you for saving me and bringing me back from Kelimvor's door. I'm glad I was able to be there at the right time. 
and T smiles and then heads again heads off to help set up camp. Thank you for everything. He just smiles and nods. Um, and then Kira, you meet up with Fro. I think I meet up with Seisha first and I come stand next to Seisha. I'm like, I'm not gonna get used to that ever. I don't know what to say. I I I feel like I am the luckiest person in the world to be able to do that. And then they come up and thank me and I'm like, don't it's 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 weird. I feel exactly so the same way. It's yeah. Like it's something that gave me so much joy to know these people were going to be going home to their loved ones and to be thanked for it. It just, I don't know. It it seems wrong somehow. I don't think it's wrong. I think I, I, I mean, I I think it's, not not wrong that they're doing it, but yeah, appreciating it. I I don't know how to describe it. Well, I, I feel guilty for their thanks. Here's the thing. Yeah, I feel the same way, but knowing that they're thankful means we probably picked the right people to bring back, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't, I'm not an expert on this as much as I like to think I am, but yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah. Let's hope we don't have to do it again for a while. Let's go talk to Fro, okay? Yes, yeah. actually, I was looking for her too. Yeah, I figured we were both going to want to talk to her, yeah. so. And we'll go find Fro. Oh. Fro's over there. Let's go that way. Hold on, there's something happening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, You meet up with Fro? Yes. So it seems that this will be our parting. Yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to say if you, uh, so we're going to be staying overnight and then tomorrow, I think we're leaving again tomorrow to go do the thing. If you uh, had any other questions or any last minute things to help with finding your brother, let me know, okay? I know where he is. You've done so much for me. I will save him. Thank you. Okay, well, the offer stands. Uh, but good luck. If I think of something in the night, I will find you in Daggerford come the morning before we leave. Sounds like a plan. That was it. I just wanted to wish you luck and let you know. Safe travels. I don't not... recommend Athcatlan if you ever travel the Sword Coast. That's good to know. That I will I will mark that off as not a place to go. And she'll give a warm smile and then go to walk off and under her breath, Seisha, you will hear Akira say, probably means I'm going to end up there. I should learn more about that place. All right. Thank you, Fro. I do not know why you think me. Because you taught me a lot. You cured me of ignorance in this particular subject, and she glances at the shield. Mm -hmm. I like the new color. I do, too. I, I really do appreciate it, and I'm, I'm so sorry for how we started off. 
I guess that would also be my transgressions, as I said. I think you had every reason to be upset as you were. And honestly, if I had known, it would have been resolved a lot sooner. Thank you. Now you know, and if you ever meet another one with this, and she'll pull down her lip, and you see a tattoo mm -hmm. across the inside of her lip. Make sure they know that you are not part of the Order of Knights. I will. Um, I hope you find your brother. I will. And if you need anything, um, we're going to be gone for a while, but if you find yourself in Waterdeep, Find you at the Troll Skull of Manor Tavern. Yeah. And Seisha, your keen mind knows that you never told Frodo. Yeah. Take care, Frodo. You're as well. It's time to get rest. Hopefully we'll be protected. Seisha holds her hand up. And she'll clasp, like, your forearm. Mm -hmm. It was good, good meeting you. It's good to meet you, too. Bye. During the Orkira, Seisha, Fro interaction, mm -hmm. Vinley has been standing off by herself because no one approached her. She's just been off in the dark, just watching everyone say goodbyes. And during that uh, exchange, this is what she looked like without, without this. No. <laughs> Ignore that. This is just her resting face. Yep. She is just she is most concerned about Fro. So she has been watching Fro leave. So just in case she sees it, just wanted to let you know this is what she saw as a last goodbye from Vinley. <laughs> Fro Fro looks towards your direction and you get that feeling of just uneasiness about you just doesn't have a full read on you because you you did both <laughs> you actively threatened and actively helped <laughs> i am a hard to pin down person as far as alignment goes i don't even know my alignment anymore you're an enigma <laughs> baby <laughs> been, your alignment been, is you're like the wind and my alignment's <laughs> more eh, guidelines <laughs> <laughs> I think I've changed it twice since we've started this game. <laughs> but um, you all join alongside, unless there's anything else you all want to do before. Okay. You'll all uh, join alongside the Varto wagon filled with the clanking of wooden toys to approach the moat-protected walls. You see a gathering of lights atop the large gated entrance from a few guards before the loud clinking of heavy chains begins to lower the drawbridge. Once lowered, you all begin to enter where you are stopped and the wagon is searched swiftly with a simple glance inside. You are only asked one question. It is not your name. It is not your purpose. It is simply an inquiry of how long you intend to stay. I look to Voss. Well, uh, uh, one week. What? Well, uh, 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 a ten day? What? 
Possibly. Okay. Or Kira looks surprised but doesn't say anything. Okay. Seems like we have stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. And uh, Bilver and Doran answer very loudly. <laughs> Forever! Oh. Heart! Aww. I just, I love this character so much. Harold turns and looks relatives. at Boss like, with this look like, come on, man. <laughs> like, that's the look he's giving him. Like, oh. and, and, he, and, and the guy's like, I hope to open a toy shop. And I'm going, and, and the guard's just like, it's, it's late. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of when I got to Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah, Aww. actually, yeah. Um, but as you continue on, the streets of the caravan and farmer's quarter of the town you walk into remind you the quaint Tudor-style wood and stone buildings of the Southern Ward, influenced by the heavy mix of travelers that make their way through the large town. The streets are dead, and the small open market courtyard looks covered and abandoned. <laughs> Nary, a single window is lit with a candle light, save for a few still burning within the first major building you come across that greets you as you enter beyond the walls of Daggerford. This two-story structure that once was a warehouse looks simple and cozy without any lavish embellishments. A round polished metal sign hangs outside the front door in a way that mimics a silver coin with the simple words, Lady Luck Tavern. And as you uh, approach, that is the very first building you see as if to greet travelers into the city. Bilver and you watch as Bilver and Doran with their wagon kind of make their way across thing. They wave goodbye to you. I'll see you soon, I'm sure. I believe we're going to go to that long stay place in silver or something. I'm sure I'll find it. What was the name of it? Like it the silver, the silver flood in. Silver flood in. That's the one. Silver. Tell me when you are heading to the orphanage. I'd like to uh, escort you there. All right. Um, I would too, actually. Tomorrow morning. Very well, then. We'll meet you there. Well, I hope place. to surprise them all with toys. Better get working. It's so wonderful. And, and he kind of looks, what do you think I've been doing? As he motions to all of the toys in his... One of the windows nearby opens in this... Uh, groggy voice comes up. <laughs> it is, is late! Why the yelling? Because I'm going to open a toy shop! Okay, okay, I don't right. care! Alright, alright, alright. Daggerford is New York City, okay. Definitely not not like Waterdeep out here. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, Waterdeep is the city that never sleeps, definitely. Yeah. And this is uh, the city that definitely sleeps wait. at certain periods of time. <laughs> Do not disturb the periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> And we and and he just laughs and kind of heads off towards uh, where the the silver like towards the silver flood in, which is uh, kind of to the north uh, west, the east northeast of. Actually, everything's pointed yeah. east, so it's east. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are so good at getting things right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. 
It's in the West. Cool. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, you are all standing in front of this thing, and you see two cupped wooden hands carved into the chair railing molding next to the door that looks like beggars awaiting a coin from a generous stranger. A small faint light filters out, but you do not hear any movement from inside. What do you do? Head to the door. This is where we're staying. Yes. Okay. Can I make a religion check? Is this like a Timora thing where you have to put money in to get inside? Go ahead and make a religion check. Cool. That seems like a Timora thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> 12. I mean, it's definitely homage to Timora, but I mean, you don't, I mean. This doesn't look like a temple. It yeah. doesn't look like it's, yeah. yeah this it's place is an homage. <laughs> Fallen soldiers, adventurers that died defending Daggerford. Say Seems an appropriate Watson. spot for us. You said Sasha Watson? In. Yeah, yeah. Sasha's in. Yeah. All right. It's Lady Luck. She's been with me this whole trip. I, in honor of Ren, I'll go in. I, I go in too because I'm tired and I wish to sit down on a bed. All right. Yep. <laughs> you enter. I, I take a silver okay. and place it into her hands for a moment. All right. Into the, the carved hands? Yes. Okay. Do you leave it? I do. Roll a d4. That's us. Oh. You said the title of the show. <laughs> we did it. We won. We won the game. <laughs> All right. Duly noted. I just kind of stare at that, look at the building, and just kind of look at the town before heading inside. And as you step foot, boss, for the first time in many, many, many years, the city you know all too well, the city where it all started. We're going to end tonight's session there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I'm saying this right here and right now. We all have to be so tight on the Bill thing while we're here. What yeah. After he explains whatever is going on, like his backstory, we cannot slip up here. Bill Ronto of the full <laughs> Ronto experience. At this point, <laughs> told... V Harold. That's it. That's it. Not Sasha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, Kira doesn't even know my past. <laughs> I only know what Harold might have said, which is probably very little. So. He did not know these things about me whenever you two were traveling together. Yeah. And and even then, I I would suspect that he wouldn't have said very much. So yeah. so no. All right. Uh, for our viewers, if you have not entered already, please enter hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature or a player's bundle from D&D Beyond. We'll pull those Common in about stick. seconds. But yes, you can uh, find a an uncommon stick 
Common uh, or uncommon stick. A common stick is five feet, and uncommon stick is at least six to seven. If you want to go wild, you can find a rare one, too. Rare sticks are eight. Does no, that mean my, my collapsible 10-foot pole is just a legendary stick? It is a legendary <laughs> stick, yes. Okay, all right, that makes sense. It comes with the added property of being collapsible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It is um, both legendary and common. It's Thanks an for, artifact stick. <laughs> yes. Thanks for joining us, uh, all of our viewers. Uh, we know it was kind of a shopping episode yeah. leading up to the next arc, but we kind of wanted to uh, have a, a fun role-playing session and uh, make the players spend all the money we, they just earned. <laughs> <laughs> I did that before I left, man. Ah, in true Guild of Thorns fashion. Yeah. I spent over 7,000 gold this episode. <laughs> I know. I Honestly... So I should have spent more. I still have 7,000 gold. Well, it's Hon good somebody still has gold in the group. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, we left Waterdeep for V's story. It, he said a week. We may be here for the next year and a half in real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> boss's story yeah, could be the next story. Yeah, we might be doing Boss's story, actually. <laughs> yeah. Surprise pit stop backstory. Um, there's a reason why <laughs> Boss wants to spend an inordinate amount of time here. Or Kira looks forward to hearing. We'll learn all about that next week. <laughs> oh my god. Well, oh, we have winners. Oh, oh yeah. We have winners for Players Bundle from D&D &D Beyond to make your very own stick. <laughs> Whiskey Charlie, congratulations. Ooh. An alcohol name. Yeah. And the winner of the uh, Eldritch Foundry miniature is Reckless Gambit. Congratulations. Yay! Another alcohol name. <laughs> alcohol name. It's always uh, a Reckless Gambit when you go into the alcohol. Games, you know? Oh, nice, nice. Um, Especially but, when you are drinking, the, what was that? That Feywild stuff? The Fey that you had? tequila. The Feywild, yeah. Fey oh, tequila. Geez. Tequila. Hey. It's bad enough already. Don't get the Fey involved in tequila. Mm. <laughs> Could you imagine a drunk fey creature? <laughs> yes. Be excellent yeah. creature. I've seen him at Lark's. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. <laughs> wow. What an episode. And for more, feel free to catch us live on Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And remember, be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Rock punch.